Hey, what's up, dudes? It is Saturday Night Live. It's July 15th, 2023. It is uh, 11 to 4 p.m. Eastern, 8.04 Pacific. And we're going to hang out for a couple few hours, talk some rock music, rock guitars, may have a special guest. We'll see. But hey, if this is your first time here, smash that subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. And yeah, we do giveaways too. So make sure you're in the chat, participate in the chat, like Larry Riker, like the big P, like Ronnie Parker, like Janice Lala. I see you guys. All right, let's do this. This is Saturday Night Live. Hey, this is Ricky Rocket, and you're watching my buddy Johnny Bean right here on his channel. What's up, dudes? Who's Ricky Rocket? Ricky Rocket, he's he's the, the guy from Def Leppard. Right. Right? He is, yeah, yeah, sure is. Actually, he was a very cool dude. I ran into him at the NAM show this last this last time. Said, hey, you know, can I get a channel ID? He did that and he wanted to do it again. And I'm like, oh no, it's cool. I should have like been like, oh yeah, but he was so nice. He was so cool. Oh, I thought you were being funny. No, Ricky Rocket's poison, Johnny. I know. I know. Yeah. I know oh, that. Oh, I thought you were being funny. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now I get it. Yeah, I know who he is. is. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dudes, welcome, you guys. Again, my name's Johnny Bean, and this is Saturday Night. We talk all things rock music. We talk guitars, music trivia, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and again, smash that thumbs up. We're doing a giveaway tonight, so participate in the live chat. All you got to do is say, you know, drop a comment, uh, drop a, a number, I don't know, whatever. Just in the live chat, you want to say something on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, again, we are very, very, very close. Well, actually, we just passed 10,200. Now we are on to 10,300 YouTube subscribers. So make sure you uh, smash that subscribe button. It's very easy. So, uh, yeah. So uh, really quickly, well, well, hey, let's introduce the panel here. All the way from Norman, Oklahoma. He's texting Lori, Robbie Stingle. Rocka! <laughs> How you doing, man? Nice T-shirt, by the way. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yep. You huh? get them at the. You can get these at the Johnny Bean store. That's right. That's right. Link down below in the description of this video. I, I'm actually thinking for these giveaways, I should start giving away, you know, my threads. So, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe tonight. Maybe next time. 
whatever. We'll start giving away some Johnny Bean TV shirts. Uh, let's see. All the way from, is it Ohio? Yep. Ron Gunner, everybody. What's on, your, what's on your shirt there, Ron? What's on your shirt? Jackson Guitars. Oh, right on, dude. <laughs> dude, how have you been? How's that new interface working out? Sounds, sounds really, really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Well, you know, I'm working on it. It's working fine. So we got Johnny B. You know, maybe nice. But sometimes I feel like I'm fell down a wall. Well. Oh no. Oh my God. Ned, come here, Ned. Come. <laughs> Mr. Mick. Man, Mr. Mick. Hey. White Bailey. What's, There's Lori. What's up? Lori, Robbie was just talking about you. All the way from, is it, where in Arizona? I know you're in Arizona. I'm in Peoria, uh, just outside of Phoenix. Peoria, Arizona. It's 40 grit. Deuces to everyone. Hello. Yes. Yes, nice T-shirt, by the way. We're all wearing awesome T-shirts tonight. Yeah, I. Uh, this was acquired at the Mammoth Show here in Phoenix. Thank you. Oh, right on. I didn't stick around for Alter Bridge. I'll be honest. I'm an old man. I had to leave as uh. soon as uh, Wolfgang was done. <laughs> <laughs> had to be in bed by by uh, six o'clock. Well, you know that's how it goes these days. I know. I know. I'm tired already. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. See you later. I just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh! Thanks yeah, for coming, man. folks. Thanks for coming. Thank you, everybody, for being here again. Smash that thumbs up. Dwight Smash Bailey's that subscribe. Here. Hello to Dwight. Hello. Hello, the big P, Dwight Bailey. Where's the, the sound for that? Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Michael Patterson. Uh, again, Lori's Mishmash. Welcome. D Robbie, you want to get it out of the way? Yes, sir. I, I certainly mean, would. If, if the numbers start dropping, though. we. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. I play us it. in. Play well, us in. I want to play this song for Lori. All right. I, Robbie has a song today. dedicated to Lori. Well, Here I we go. But she's saying hi to Dwight Bailey. Lori, say hi to Robbie. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. All right, play us in. Here we go. Oh, we Most of all, I want to fare to you. They care about me more than most. I truly love all you do, but sometimes I get the ghost. Raise your glass, make a toast. Raise your glass. 
you bought the ghost. Raise your glass, make a toast. Raise your glass, give up the ghost. Seems it's gone, but your life love is from above, and your love will go on. So raise your glass, make a toast. Raise your glass, give up the ghost. Raise your glass. Make a toast, raise your blast, give up the ghost, raise your blast, make a toast, raise your blast, give up the Nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> nice, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> thank Very you, good. You, that, You're welcome, man. I'll be putting that up tomorrow. Cool. Well, hey, it made its debut here tonight on Star yeah, Night. Yeah, that's the first time anybody heard it. Yeah, so. Uh, good job, Robbie. You're, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Lori. You're welcome. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Lori. Every time uh, uh, we start the show, he's like, hey, if Lori's here, I'm singing a song. So there you go. <laughs> there Thanks you go. Thanks for coming by, Lori. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't leave. <laughs> We're just getting started. <laughs> Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So we did show the, the executive producers, but uh, we like to read some names. Executive producers of Johnny Bean TV are currently CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy, Laz, who don't forget, he does a, a Sunday show, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, 9.30 a.m. Uh, Pacific, right? Did I say p.m.? P.m. and then a.m. Pacific uh, Sundays. Uh, Sherman Callahan, 40 Grit, there you are, man. John Moronic. Majestic PB and Jake Hat, Guitar Man 45, Janice Lala, R. Habs, Warlag, Patty Dill, Fairfield Guitar Co., and our newest channel member. Where did it go? Channel has been deleted, is the name. Channel has been deleted, is our newest uh, executive producer. I will have your name on the card. Uh, I've got some time tomorrow, so, uh, so we, we can get that done. So uh, let's see. What else, right. what else do we normally? What else do I normally do here? Facebook. Uh, Facebook. We're live on Facebook. I think Twitter. we're live on Twitter. We're live on Facebook. Where we have Facebook stars. You can help support the channel. We're live in the exclusively Van Halen group at sixty-two thousand members. We're live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group uh, page and Johnny Bean TV group. 
Uh, we're live on Twitter, uh, at Johnny Bean. You can send us tweets. And uh, let's see if you'd like to help support the channel uh, here on YouTube. Super Chats is the way you can do that. They magically change the color of these lights behind me. It's, it's very cool. If you'd like to get your question or comment highlighted, uh, I'd like to change the, these lights back here. Super Chats is the way you can do that. Um, and uh, I did all that backwards, so now I'm like totally lost. Uh, good night. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Les Nagy, what's happening, Les? What's up? Dudes. Dudes, we got, we got 40 people here. Yeah, we got Janice Lala. We got Brad. Johnny is international. He's worldwide. That's right. That's right. We got Octopus Ears. We got Les. Lori's Mishmash says, thank you, Nightbot. We got Nightbot. We got Octopus. We got, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just saw that. There we go. Lori, thank you so much. Love the disco lights and Robbie Rules. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Right. I agree. I'll tell you what. I was watching uh, the Muppets. I've been watching the Muppets the last couple of days when they do uh, Jungle Boogie, and I'll tell you what. I just can't. I can't help myself. I'm just like you know, down with the boogie. Just kids love it, man. Uh huh. You did a video today, right, or yesterday? No, no. Uh, well, a, sh a short. I did a short. Yes. Mm hmm. Elena Norway is here. Thank you so much. From Facebook. See, we're live on Facebook, too. Well, it's better than being dead on Facebook. Well. Get down, get down. <laughs> What's Zora? Well, you know, they actually do that, right? When you die, they actually turn your profile into like a remembrance page. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to somebody's page and they've passed away, it actually says remembering yeah, like whoever that is. Did you know that? I did, I did not know that. So you can be dead on Facebook. Yeah, actually, um, actually, in all seriousness, I'd like to give a shout out to my son. His mother passed away and the uh, they buried her ashes today at sea in San Diego. And he can he did convert her Facebook page to the remembering of, her, of his mother. So shout out to my kid. Great job okay. hanging in there. Tough, uh, tough gig boy. But you did good. And I'm, I'm proud of your strength, sir. So, you know, wow. shout out to my boy. So. Condolences, wow. man. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate cancer. Cancer's a mother effort, bro. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Cancer it got my mom and my dad and my uncle. Yeah. Not, not yep. a good thing. No. Not a good thing. Not that, not that, but uh, you brought up the, the remembrance thing. I would never have mentioned it, but uh, I just, that, mm -hmm. that just popped up. But uh, cool to have that. It's cool that, that they do that to, for people. So then their their uh, their Facebook page isn't just taken away. You can still go on there and check out their stuff and stuff and see pictures of them. Mm -hmm. Cool stuff. Yeah, there's lots of people that have died that have Facebook pages. Uh, oh man. Well, Bobby, everybody's on everybody's on Facebook. Bobby Lopez. Except Robbie. Bobby Lopez, a drummer that passed last year, I believe. Maury would know mm -hmm. exactly when. Uh, he was yeah, really good drummer, and he passed away, and everybody just. And he still got it. He still got the Facebook page going. And people still go there. Yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Octopus ears. Thank you so much, man. Hey, Johnny. Thank somebody you. mentioned earlier that they want to talk about Les Pauls. Van Halen is a Les Paul thing, in my opinion. 
You know, if it wasn't for the Les sure. Paul, Ed wouldn't have had the Frankenstrat. So if we ever want to do a Les Paul night, let's do it. I'll break all my Les Pauls out. Sounds good cool to, to talk me. About. That'd be cool to talk about Les Pauls. I like Les Pauls. I think they're cool. I like them too. Well, we 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 can talk about we we, we can talk about that. Um, first of all, I I like them. I have I have an Epiphone Les Paul. I got off Craigslist years ago. Um, and uh, years ago, I don't know if you guys know, in, in Austin, Texas, there's a, a yearly thing called South by Southwest. Um, a band that I was in, we played that, and we had a deal with Gibson at the time. And actually, the guy from Gibson, our rep, was going to be at our show. So I took my Epiphone to the show. That, that was my main guitar that year. And actually, there is video. If you go to my website, johnnybean.com, you can actually see video of me rocking the, the Epiphone at South by Southwest. Um, but uh, yeah, I like them too. Yeah. You know? Well, well, let's break out Les Pauls then. You can well, take I'll them. have to break out my SG. Uh, Les Pauls are just too dang heavy for me. I, my first real guitar was the, uh, was the double neck. And uh, that was lighter than a Les Paul. <laughs> Believe uh-huh. it or not. Yeah. Wouldn't that been have been your first real guitars? A double not neck? really. I is that two guitars? I was considered one guitar. It was just... What is that, dude? Unless I buy Ace Freely. Oh, root, dude. That's cool. <laughs> Give wow. your lawyer on retainer says says Ogre Lord. If you're gonna talk about Gibson. No, Bring your attorney. I just had to show this tonight, I guess. No, it's sharp, man. It's cool. Rovers. You can't. But yeah, it's. uh, What year is that? Uh, It's actually brand new. Is it? (laughs) Johnny in the pole. What? <laughs> Johnny in the pole. Oh, you see that? Well, when the neck broke off it after I sold it, I guess it was technically two guitars then. But the okay. guy, this guy actually took the neck. Oh, that reminds me. He sweated the neck out with heat and put another neck on, which is like nobody does that with Gibson when the necks break. And I always thought, that's the way to do it. If I was going to do it, that's what I'd do. Mm. Well, they sound yep. better broken. They sound better repaired. <laughs> you know, the guys that, that, uh, that, no, I'm not kidding you. No, ask, uh, there's plenty of stuff on YouTube about that. The, uh, the, the most common break on the Les Paul, and I'm not, I'm not a huge Les Paul guy, but I kind of know my guitars. And the, uh, the most common break is at the headstock at, uh, at, uh, at the fluke. And, right. uh, yeah. uh, and then they repair it and they sound better. There's some guys that purposely have broken their Les Paul because they want they, they feel that it'll sound better once it's repaired. So, well, my, Laura, S- yeah. my SG had a go ahead, Ron. She just asked. This was silver. Yeah, yesterday. I don't know how well you could see it, but yeah, sparkle, right? Yeah, and it's got a signature on the 12th fret. And- oh, nice. Johnny, take me off for a second. I'll pull my Les Pauls out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I do like that back cover. He he actually signed that, or is it is it like it's, it's like etched? It's, 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 yeah, it's etched. 
Actually, you would say it's aced. (laughs) Now, ace a sketch. (laughs) He's the ace is the original reason I decided to even play guitar. You know, 74, 75. Mm -hmm. Not so much, you know, like he wasn't, he didn't have the talent of Eddie or Randy for that matter. But the fact that he was, you know, they were seven feet tall when the big stage and all that, it was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. So Mm -hmm. that's how, that's how that started. Right. I, I, I know a lot of people where Kiss was like the band for them. Ace Frehley was their, their guitar hero. And then when Van Ham, Van Halen came along, it was sorry, Kiss. (laughs) Sorry, Gene. (laughs) (laughs) It was Van Halen. I was into Jimmy Page. I was into uh, Leslie West. I was into Steve Howe. I was into a lot of mm-hmm. different people at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm I'm too I'm I'm too young to have been into Kiss first. For me, you know, it was Van Halen, and then I discovered Kiss later. And then uh, didn't you know, Gene try to get them signed? Yeah, I mean, didn't he finance something for him, and then then they wouldn't find him? He financed their a demo for them. Okay. He flew. Uh, he took uh, them to New York to showcase for Bill Coin, which was their manager at the time. Bill okay. Coin had just signed a band called Piper that featured a guy named Billy Squire. Okay. So he's like, "Oh, we just signed them. We're gonna have to pass on them." So they passed on them, but they still had the demo that they were using. But if you ever listen to the Van Halen Gene Simmons demo, it sounds very much like Kiss. You know, I mean, it's the Van Halen songs, but the production and the the double doubled guitars sound like Ace Frehley's recordings. But it's Edward, okay. right? And then Edward and Alex actually did record on some demos for Gene, like uh, uh, Christine sixteen. And and some other song, and Gene uh, uh, released those in his uh, in his vault. Now I I remember uh, hearing something that that when he did Christine sixteen, he made Ace learn Eddie's solo for yeah. that song, note for note. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. And then real quickly, um, I'm 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 pretty pretty lucky because I I got to meet Bill Coin. We actually, I was in a band when I was living with Desmond Child in Miami. Um, we actually showcased for Bill Coin, which was Kiss's old manager. So I got to meet him. And I remember playing, you know, and, and watching him. And, and I couldn't believe I was showcasing for the guy that passed on Van Halen. So I, I guess I should be lucky that he passed on us, too. I was just saying, did he, did he pass on you guys? Too? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Mr. Grit, is that a Gibson, Zach Wilde? Actually, no, don't get too excited. This is an epiphone. <laughs> okay, yeah. But don't it's cool. excited. It's got the it's got the real EMGs. This is how I determine the good uh, epiphones. If they got the battery pack on the back, they oh, came nice. originally. They came originally with EMGs. They don't come with the uh, the uh, passive. These are, this is the real deal EMGs, and this is probably the more expensive Zach Wild you can get. I've had the original the, the real deal. And they're just so heavy. I mean, so I sold that one. And I had the camouflage one when I was living in San Diego. And I sold them. And I wish I would have kept them because now they're super expensive. But uh, like I said, I'm really not that big of a Les Paul guy. 
but uh, this is a cool one. I've had this one for a long time. I mean, the play is like butter. What year is it? How do you tell, Robbie? I don't know on these things. I, I don't know how to tell. Well, the Epiphones were different than the uh, than the Gibsons as far as the serial numbers go. Uh, I think it was fourth. The fourth number is the year. Like if it, it should probably say one four somewhere in there. It's probably a two thousand eleven then. It's right. One. That that's a uh, that's a real wood guitar. It. At, in 2014, they went to uh, plywood bodies out of the Epiphone factory. So, yeah, this is a this is a good one, in my opinion. I mean, I probably won't sell it just because they're hard to get again. I think I paid four hundred dollars for this guitar, and right, I moved and out now here it's and, probably worth about nine. Yeah, nine, something right. like that. So, you know, good, uh, good, um, good pull on this one. But I will tell you that the rest of the ones I have out, they're not uh, Epiphones. This is the only Epiphone I have. Okay, so. But- um, you know, if you have some of your guitars in storage, Dane's here. He'll buy your locker from you. Uh, I saw that uh, that Dane's here. <laughs> Dane, hello, sir. <laughs> Just want to say hello to Dane. I went out to. Uh, I'll, I'll be going to see Dane on Monday about the Eddie Van Halen picture. I and, told you uh, you need we'll, to trade him the George Lynch one for we, the Eddie Van Halen. We will address that on Monday. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my intention. Yeah. Is to go out there on Monday and uh, talk to Dane about the Edward Van Halen picture. So I'm going to be right back. Nice. Okay. I'm going to go get my SG. All right. Let me, uh, here, I'll pull another one. Hold on. Hey, Dane, do you, Dane, do you have that, <laughs> uh, still have that black and green crackle Jackson soloist that you did the video on? <laughs> Dane, you want to jump in here? Dane, message me if you want to jump in real quick. Okay. And also, the poll, we have a poll in the chat. Is a double neck guitar one or two guitars? Uh, 52 uh, out of 29 votes, 52% say it's a one guitar. 34% say it's two guitars. 14% say it's four guitars. So I guess it's a double neck is one guitar. So is it the body? How many bodies? One if it's body. one body? Yep. Oh, well, look at the one. Be one? Uh, didn't Steve I have one with like 12 necks or something? Oh, we saw that, man. We saw that at the, the NAMM show a couple, couple years ago. Well, there was that one, and then there was that new one, that the uh, the that's Hydra. Still, that's still one guitar. Wow. When Dane leave, he answered. Dane! He did leave Dang. already. It's impossible. This is uh, so I don't know how. Man, I wish I could tell what, what the years are on these. This is a this is a uh, studio. That um, oh my gosh, this is That's a the- uh, ebony fretboard, old school. It's it, it's it's eighties for sure. Um, I don't know what else to say other than that when I was gigging, I had to have one Les Paul in case I gigged with somebody and they wanted me to have a Les Paul. And this mm-hmm. was the one Les Paul that I had. And it's got a lot of character, and it's really cool looking. Yeah, let's highlight. Let's highlight This is it. a uh, I like 500T. That one, 500T in the bridge and a 496 in the bridge. Or in the, uh, but the 500T is a hotter. It's a ceramic uh, magnet, and uh, it's my favorite Gibson pickup. So that's a 500T ebony fretboard, which are 
kind of tough to come by now. You're gonna you're gonna pay good money for it if it is. But the studios are cool, you know. Um, I put the uh, top hat knobs on it because I think the top hat knobs are cool, better than the speed knobs. I like the top hat knobs better. But uh, lots of character here, in my opinion, and a cool guitar. Nice. That's cool. Nice. What year is that, buddy? Uh, how do you tell on these now? <laughs> I know you're the master, so. All right, you look at the. You look at the serial number on the back of the head. You look at the internet. Now, assuming that that serial number is. Hey, Robbie, Lori's asking asked. you a question. <laughs> you're right back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's Nightbot, Lori. That's I'll, how I get your. That's how I get your link. I'll field that one. First of all, happy birthday, Joe Satriani. Somebody on Facebook is telling us it's Satriani's video, uh, birthday today. Uh, by the way, yeah, Lori, that's uh, that's Nightbot. If you look in the chat, you'll see somebody called Nightbot. That's me, and those are basically commands to put out um, uh, links. So if you put exclamation point whatever actually exclamation point commands in the chat will give you the entire list of of links on the channel here i'll give you guys that again there you go so so we actually have a a command that goes directly to your channel lori so people can uh can find you yes i am nightbot you ready you ready grit yeah what is it all right now the first four numbers are lot like mine says eight two seven one. That's okay. just lot not lot not the year. The okay. next the next after that is year. Mine is stamped the fifth digit is four because it's from eighty four. So mine's eighty six. Okay, well that's good. Now you know. Yeah. And after that it is it is uh, it is month and then day of the year. Like it's like fifth month. But it was the 40th, uh, or the production. It's the 40th, the 40th guitar out of the fifth month of 1984. Trogley's well, really good. I, I learned a lot from Trogley about this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, Trogley's cool. I like watching Trogley. And, cool. and I mean the the serial numbers change. I believe it was in uh, 78 or nine. Uh, basically almost to the end of the Norland era. And then it changed again after the Norland era ended. Hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, hey. This yeah, is that's a 19, nice, dude. 1984 Gibson SG. I bought brand new 1984 for $400. Got your speed knobs on there, uh, Mr. Grant. Will you be selling that for $400? No, I'm not but here's the thing. Four twenty. This bite me, Ron. Bite me hard. Oh, uh oh. Wait a minute. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Somebody clip that. Hold on. Clip that R two. There we go. <laughs> oh. Oh man. No, it does not dive. Dennis, it does not dive. This is the this is the thinner, lighter neck. This is the thinner, lighter neck. It does not have any dive at all. Okay? Now, what happened is, as you can see, there's no finish on the back of the neck. 
This guitar developed a crack in the flute. I took a rasp. I took a rasp and I filed that crack out till it wasn't there anymore. Somebody clipped that. Everybody said, hey. Hey, yo. Everybody said, break the neck and re-glue it. I said, screw that. And I took this rasp and I filed that crack out till it was gone. Beat the shit out of it. And then I took the, yeah, bite me some more, Ron. Beat the shim out of it. Keep chewing. Keep chewing, man. 1984. I bought this guitar brand new in 1984 for $400. And I still got it. And I still play it. What does keep chewing mean? Keep chewing means if you're biting, keep chewing. Yeah. Bite me and keep chewing. That's what that means. Wow. You know, so. uh, First and fifth number is the year Robbie is dumb. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, well, oh, like the first oh. number on this is eight. The fifth number is four. Yeah, Smash okay. the guitar for us right now. All right. So I, I was, uh, yeah, okay, I'm wrong. Uh, Steve McQueen said mine's a 96. Doesn't See, that goes to show how much we know about Les Pauls. I'm totally fine with whatever it is because it's not for sale. But I don't uh, know anything Ma- about Les Pauls. Steve McQueen's so. saying it's a, it's a 1996. So... It's cool. Uh, and this I did one. That. I did years ago. I filed that out. Still like it is. It does look good, though. Still like it is. And, nice. I mean, you, you, don't, you don't, like, play this. Hey, Ernie. Hard. But, yeah, okay. All right, thank you for correcting me. Yeah, thanks for correcting me. At least I knew what, what digit the year was, mostly. Yeah. I like being corrected, especially if I'm wrong. Hey, you don't have to be sorry. Call me dumb. That's fine. I was good. And Robbie, don't worry. People call me all kinds of names on the internet all day long. So wait, I should be laughing. Me be nice. I'm used to it. Me be nice. Yes. (laughs) What do they say? Kill them with kindness. Fenders don't crack. (laughs) Me be nice. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, man. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's all cool, dude. This is. We're all together here. We're talking about guitars tonight. We're talking about some Gibsons of all things. And Grit's got another one. <laughs> what do we got here? That's a that's a flame top. No, this is a uh, this is a Les Paul faded. Oh, and uh, I had nice. one of these a long time ago, and I got rid of it, and I regretted it. I don't. Have, have you guys seen this guitar? Have I shown this one yet? This is a, this no. is a cool story. So, like uh, Bonamassa says, you buy the story, not the guitar. So I was out looking at uh, guitar uh, guitar center. I dropped off off guitar center one day, and um, I saw a guy wheeling. I was on the phone with my buddy, sitting in my truck, just looking at the front door, and I saw this guy roll in two Marshall four twelve cabinets and this guitar case. And uh, I said, "I got to go, man. I'm going to follow this guy in." So he walked up to the front thing, and you could hear him negotiating. So I walked over and looked at the used guitars. And I walked over kind of behind him and was listening. He goes, no, nah, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Thanks, though. So he 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 was uh, he pulled it out. It was like a train. He was in the middle of the two cabs, pulled the uh, cabs out, and had this case on top. And I go, what are you doing with those? And he said, uh, I'm just selling it. And the guy looked just like Rick Springfield, identical to Rick Springfield. Maybe it and was. Go, no, it wasn't, but it's still a cool story. The guy goes, uh, I'm in a... Um, <laughs> I'm at a Rolling Stone tribute band here in Phoenix. And um, 
uh, I'm Ronnie Wood, and the uh, wait, that was uh, Ronnie Wood. Uh, no, he he, he like said Rick that he plays he plays Ronnie. Well, Rick Springfield is in a Stones tribute band, and he plays Ron Wood. <laughs> oh my God! Anyways, so what? the guy's pulling out. You're in it. You're in it now. You're in it. You're in it now. <laughs> guy's pulling out four four twelve. The guy's. Oh my God! I got another one to pull out. So. <clears> oh. <throat> I just thought of something else. Uh, so this guy is pulling out two 412s and this guitar. So I go, hey, man, what are you doing? He goes, ah, I'm just trying to sell this stuff off. And I go, what are you thinking? I go, what do you have for the cabinets? And he goes, they're oh. both uh, salt and pepper uh, 412s, which is that one right there. Wait a minute. And you have them? And, and the guy goes, uh, I go. What you did you this outside in the parking lot, right? Well, no, I got uh, approached by the, the the guitar center guy, and I told him, because well, you guys didn't want to buy it. Why can't I? You I know, got so, thrown out of a store one time for offering guitar lessons to somebody. Yeah, I was kind of in the breezeway. You know how there's two doors at Guitar <laughs> Center usually? So I was in the breezeway. And uh, so we took it outside, and I got – I paid four, <laughs> I paid $400 each for the cabinets, and I paid $1,200 for this. And it's a Les Paul faded. And this thing is just a U.S. Clean. What oh, year this is, is it? This is the real. Well, let's ask Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. First. Letter, what, year, what year is that? First number, fifth number. First number. Let me get my old man light out again. <laughs> first number is. Here, let me help. Zero. <laughs> zero and the fourth number is nine. So, so it's an 09. Well, first and fifth. So <laughs> zero and eight. So, so does that make it a 2008? Yes, it okay. does. So, uh, yeah, I had one of these and I regretted getting rid of it and it just popped up uh, one day. And uh, so what else is cool about that is I think I showed it already. The guy called uh -oh. me back. The guy called me back. I don't know, six months later, and he goes, hey, man, I've got a Flying V to sell. I showed the Flying V, right? The custom shop? I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Well, I'll break it out. But, um, but yeah, don't break I mean, it. Guy, super, guy was super cool, and, um, you know, uh, we still talk, and he's a nice guy, and he's in a Rolling Stone tribute band here in town, and he's a cool guy. So, Oh, cool. He plays Ron Wood. Yeah. He plays Ron Wood. Uh, I think that's right, isn't it? Is it Ron Wood, the the other guitar yeah. player in the Stones? Ron, Ronnie okay, so, Wood. Yeah. So so yeah. so he plays Ronnie Wood, and um, does he look uh, like him? No, he's he a looks killer like guitar player, dude. This guy's a killer guitar player. Oh, he looks he like Rick Springfield. Look, he did look like Rick Springfield in civilian form. Now, once he goes into the Rolling Stones form, I don't know because I was going to go watch him play. <laughs> How come he's not in a Rick Springfield tribute? He should he be. be he looks just like him. My girlfriend said that too. He came over that? one night and she was like, "He does look like Rick Springfield." So I was that, like, what yeah. was it you used to say? It's like, <laughs> "Where did I find a woman like that?" Yeah, Jesse's uh, girl. <laughs> that yeah. guy. Uh, what's that? Uh, Tim Pierce was his guitar player. Rick oh, really? Guitar player. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to watch his videos, dude. Tim Pierce is that. That guy's a legend, bro. I mean, like I've been doing. I met uh, him at the Nam show. Crams yeah. on him. I've been doing crams of knowledge on that guy lately, just because I think he's. First of all, an excellent instructor. And then he's, uh, I mean, he did the solo to Runaway. Uh, you know, uh, the original recording uh, 
Bon Jovi hired him on the album. He was in town. Yeah, he was. So he was like a ghost. Rick Springfield was he like a ghost yeah. uh, player for? Oh no, he way. was in town for Rick Springfield, and they said, "Hey, uh, John." So John Bon Jovi's brother owned the recording studio. I forgot what the recording studio was. His bro- but- I met his brother. Yeah, when so I was living at Desmond's house, studio. we went over to his brother's. We went over. To, I've been to that guy's house. Yeah, the yeah, brother. That guy, yeah, apparently he's he's some kind of recording legend. And Bon Jovi was recording in his brother's studio, and they brought Tim Pearson to record the Runaway song. And he, I guess, he laid everything down on that rhythm and lead. And mm-hmm. on his videos, go watch it because he plays it. He plays the solo first. And he goes, "Yep, I recorded it, and this is the story, and it's a really cool story if you go watch it." So, it's a really cool story. Nice. But, uh, I thought Rick Springfield was cool, man. I mean, hopefully people aren't bagging on him. I thought Rick Springfield. Was he cool. is cool. Yeah, he's a cool, cool dude. He is cool. Um, oh, I got man. one more. Or oh, actually, I got, I got two more. more. I got two more. If you guys want to see the Flying V, if you don't want to see the Flying sure. V, who cares? Of course. Oh, we yes, do. we'll see it. 84. I bought this in 84. Brand new for $400. I'm still playing it. This Wednesday, I should be playing with Hangry. That's Danny. Should be playing this. And I'm going to do a cover of Let There Be Rock. Playing this. Wednesday. My channel. This is a 1959 my dad bought new in 59 with the amp. A little Gibson tube amp. He paid 150 bucks, brand new for the guitar and amp. Oh my goodness! These are now selling on Reverb for 11.5, 12.5. But it's a 59, and it's been in uh, in basically in this house since he bought it. Oh, dude! Brad says, "What year is that again? 1984. 1984." Uh huh. But it's not a 1982 though. I thought the the guitar world stopped for you in 1982. Look, just Kramer's. At 84, oh. at 84, I had a double neck. I had the red guitar. I had the Isaacson with the Floyd Rose. I wanted a single neck Gibson. That's why I got this. And remember, I didn't start working at the factory till till eight. You know, eight eighty four. So, yeah, but I wait got this a, guitar first. I got wait, this guitar before I started working at eighty. At, at, wait, wait, wait! You started working at Kramer in eighty four. That's when yes. you were born, wasn't it, John? That's when I was born. But you're always talking about how you won't play anything from Kramer past eighty two. Well, eighty two was the best parts. You know, now, I mean, this is eighty. So were you at work every day, like this putting stuff 85. together, going, nah? This is eighty-five. Nah, this this isn't as good as a couple years ago. Oh, uh, kind of, yeah. Especially when we, <laughs> when, we, when we start we started getting those three-piece uh, pointy necks. We were like, "What the hell is this? Why would anybody not want it anymore?" <laughs> we thought we thought the the Cito tilteds was like, all right, for, we we never like nobody liked those sports necks. You never could get those things to play as good, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> Brad, yeah, $40. You got it, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so the Lucidos were good. We like the Lucido next from Canada. Those were good. But, you know, and we would get occasional ESP next, transition next, some different ones, some mm-hmm. custom orders. 
they were always really above board. They were always really good. But, uh, man, when they went to the pointies, it was just those three pieces. And we were just like, what? And, yeah, so it was kind of like that. I'm dressed the next, and I'm thinking, I'm like, what the hell? Why? You know? What the what hell? The hell? It just got worse from there. It did. It did. It, it did. I don't know. I liked the Kramers in the late 80s. I mean, that was my era. I like it all. You guys all know I like everything. I have no pointy problem neck, with nothing. Pointy neck, pointy neck, pointy head stock. Oh, dude, look at that. It's a Farrington, oh, yeah. It's Farrington, yeah. That's a three-piece. <clears throat> that, that neck came out of uh, ESP. <clears throat> Very nice. Yeah. 88. And it was designed by, I believe his name was Ed, Ed Farrington. Cool. I like, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got an 89 in the closet that I've had since graduation. My mom got it for me for uh, graduation from high school. It's a telly, though. It's not a stretch. That's right. That's right, Brad. Once a year, I fly back to Neptune, break into the old building, and stuff that box with, what the hell is this? Let's get back to 82. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's abandoned. There's vermin living in there and birds. Damn, Damn it. it. Damn it. It's still there, though. Green Grove Road. still there. It's still there. By the way, by the way, happy birth happy birthday to Joe Satriani. They're saying it's his birthday today. I heard yesterday was was um uh Jason Bonham's birthday. The drummer. Nice. Cool. The drummer. And also yesterday was Gary Kramer's birthday. Happy birthday again to Gary Kramer. There we are in twenty sixteen back in, in uh Paso Robles, California. How old was he there? I'm not sure. I was 29. <laughs> so you went from 29 to 40 in in uh, what, five years, eight years? Yeah, <laughs> seven years. Okay, I'm 40. I admit it. All right. I don't care. I'm 61. I'm proud of it. Yeah, I wouldn't go back to being young for nothing. I don't want to be young again. I don't want to be old again. Uh, All right, that's this it. Is the, uh, Hi, everybody. This is the Floyd. <laughs> oh, look at my, that, man. My question would be to Steve McQueen. Shoot me a price on this. Tell me what you think it's worth. This is a uh, uh, Hollywood edition. As you can see, it's got the Hollywood. The Hollywood Guitar Center reopened. And they did a Gibson line for the reopening. There were 15 guitars made in the batch, and there was one Flying V, and this is the one. So Nice. I just rode a bird scooter to Gibson uh, or Hollywood uh, Guitar Center. So just curious as to what the chat Gibson guys think this thing's worth because I don't have a clue. Uh, my buddy went to Gibson and they said that it's extremely rare. And uh, they said that there was only one done. They did a bunch of research for me. And uh, yeah. So uh, I'm just wondering what everybody thinks it's worth. I don't know. 
I don't know. Ten five. I, I paid for it. You think so? Yeah. I've heard. I've heard between eight and ten. So I don't know what. Uh, don't I'd know. say ten five. Thousand. Yeah. Wait, eight thousand dollars? I'm I'm saying that's worth ten five. I've heard ten thousand five hundred. Ten on this one. Ten thousand. Yes. I could almost buy my own ship for that. So that's. But who's going to fly it, kid? You. You bet I could. I'm not such a bad pilot myself. We don't need it. I told you guys I could do st- the entire Star Wars. I'm your father. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's impossible. That's good. Cool. What happened to Gibson guy? He's not here anymore. He left. Uh, Steve McQueen left. Steve McQueen, where are you? Uh, Steve McQueen needs to tell me what this guitar is worth before he leaves. <laughs> yeah, he's not here. He left. Huh. Hey, know. you know we what was really cool tonight, Johnny? Is uh, is when we started. Uh, we had like nine people in the chat, and as soon as the text hit that you were on, like the number went through the roof of the people watching. It was really cool watching the numbers jump. Now it dropped oh. out. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they all left when Robbie was singing, but. Oh yeah. I got one. I got yeah, one Gibson left, and then we can we can uh, do whatever. <laughs> Wait, I took the wrong guy out. Let's just take everybody out. <laughs> Smash that thumbs up, you guys. And uh, what else? This is Saturday night. Don't forget Friday nights. We talk Kramer guitars. Uh, Sunday nights, I talk uh, Sonic Cake pedals. I'll be giving those away at some point. Tuesdays is exclusively Van Halen. We do giveaways. Van Halen giveaways. There's me and Edward right there. There's the time uh, I was chatting with Wolfgang. Very cool. All right. There we go. What? Oh, Kubrick Lover. Thank you very much. Kubrick Lover says he likes my singing. Thank you very much. Right on. We all love your singing. No, thanks. I really appreciate that. I never claimed to be a singer. I'm really into the writing. I'm getting pretty heavy into percussion lately, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Eventually, you'll be doing uh, videos playing the drums and and singing. Do wedding reception. Would you be like production-type videos, Johnny? What? I have done a a couple where I do sing and play the drums, but uh, that was a long time ago. Mm Mm-hmm. I was thinking of maybe doing it tomorrow on Sunday. It sounds a little bit because I'm going to be doing Jungle Boogie like the Muppets, you know. Animal. Animal, the drummer for the Muppets. Animal. Mm-hmm. Stingle here. Gong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, Richard Friend. He's collecting shims. Right on. Oh, yeah. You know, I do have an uh, unboxing. <laughs> Bite me, Rod. Oh. <laughs> you want to do let's the Let's do unboxing? the unboxing. Yeah, let's do the unboxing. Mr. Grit. This is a happy time. I'm happy. Okay. Okay. Don't, yeah. don't, sh- don't show the front. I'm let's not. happy. Mr. Grit sent me this. Now, Mr. Grit was nice enough to send me a slammer nut, an R2 slammer nut. Now, you guys know how much I like those. Right? We know you like nuts. 
As a matter of fact, this is slamming. This Grail, this Grail guitar, this Grail guitar has a Slammer R4 nut that I got from Stigatsu. That he 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 picked through a bunch of them to find it. It's the R4 Slammer nut on an R5 neck width. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like yummy. So uh, yeah, and that's the thing when you get necks like that, and like I'll hand I'll hand file them down. You know, mm-hmm. for the nut height, so I don't have to use the shibs or anything. But at Kramer, they forced us. They did. They actually forced us to to mill more than we had to, and then use shibs under the nut. That was their SOP. That was the same as the the, the size drill we had to use to drill through the neck. It was always it was too big. It was bigger, so you always had plate. When I do it on my own, it's tight as a frog's ass. You know, it's there's that R two clip that quick. You know, <laughs> at any rate, I've got ass. this. How do you even know how tight a frog's ass is, Robbie? When I was a youngster, there was a slot. <laughs> well, okay, wait a minute. This story's getting worse. Skyball. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Richard Friend. Uh, I do take pride in my hairstyles. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got okay. healthy teeth. So, so is a frog bass water tight? <laughs> I've been playing the guitar with my teeth since I was 17. Gross. I started... I was playing guitar with my teeth with a double neck, for God's sake. You know how some people are like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to stay away to heaven lead. You can't get up on the neck because of the shorter neck and the 20 frets on the double neck. I never had a problem, but I didn't have to have my, my palm around it. I just I just play it right on the face. I didn't care. Oh, know? my goodness. I, I didn't care. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay. it's, it's like people that... that and this is common, where people say when it gets to the stairway to heaven, and you get way up here to the twenty, the twentieth fret, you know, and it's got that, it's got that, that part where it's like, you know, right at the end, and uh-huh. and, and it's really blocky here, so it's hard to get to. But you could put your, you could, you could bring your your hand around like this and, and get to it just, <laughs> and it's only for a few seconds for that piece of the lead, you know. But then again, I was a really hardcore Zeppelin. I was really hard hardcore Zeppelin. You know, I've actually never heard that whole song. Oh man, I, I knew the the bootleg from Detroit, L.A. I had all kinds of stuff. Okay, you know, don't show the front. I'm not. Let's 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 crack this puppy. Let's okay, Janice, how you doing? Hendrix is a big influence on me, man. Not Hi, man. Janice. All right, let's see what we got in here. Give it up, son. <laughs> it's like Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. How about I destroy what's in here? That's what they wanted to call Motley Crue Christmas. Don't show the front. Stop showing the front. I hope I didn't show it. No, it's not on there anyways, Johnny. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, maybe his address is. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, mine's not. One, two, three. Well, here we have a slammer nut in a nice little bag. Look at that, packaged nicely in a Ziploc bag. Uh, I don't see any bubble wrap. 
they're so and look look how low profile it is oh that's goddamn beautiful yep wow. janice is awake so we have that <laughs> and then we have another little bag here don't show that one it's illegal you guys are gonna like this boy this is a really from the white house <laughs> All right, look at this. <laughs> Two Floyd chips. Oh. These are the ones that go between the, the block and the garbage. And the, and the fine tuner. Can you cut cocaine with those? I, I don't yes. do drugs, Johnny. No. Yes. But these are like perfect shape, too. Very nice. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Mr. Gray. That's very nice. You are welcome. And I saw that. You would find something to use that for. Yeah. I mean, slabber nuts are so hard to find that, you know, for me. And when I work on something, it's like I strive to get it. So I have to make my own shelf so I could get that that nut down as far as I can. Yeah, that came oh. off of 82 Pacer. Uh-huh, Pacer 82. 82. Yeah. Pacer 82. special. Oh, you know I like those guitars. Yeah, very nice. Thank you so much, Mr. Night, Dave. very You're cool. Welcome. Very welcome. Unboxings. Well, I, I had gotten it the other day, and I said, you know what? We should, we should do it, you know, on TV here, so... Mm -hmm. Fun. Uh, last, last Gibson, uh, the Randy Rhodes. This is the last oh. one I have. Okay. Oh my goodness! So this is the real deal. That's the real deal. And it's oh, so, so that's not a Randy Rhodes model, but that's like the same one that he played. No, this is the. Uh, yeah, this is the the, the seventy six uh, reissue. A reissue. It yeah. So it's a reissue of a like the the year that of the one that he played. Yeah, it's a, it's it, the uh, it's the white, the correct white, and you know the aged white looking, and it's identical to Randy's. So. His his was given to him uh, as a gift, and then he insisted on paying the guy back for it. That's when they were in the studio recording the first. Uh, album from quiet right which was only released in japan the first two albums hmm Sky hey, Sky. i think i'm hey, right Mr. about Prop. that it was a 76 right yes. what year is it okay. <laughs> this one it's 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 new i think it's a 22 steve mcqueen where are you he's somebody janice he, can you send escaped. out a tweet saying look janice can you send out a tweet saying we're looking for steve mcqueen He's driving the bullet. And tag me in that? Oh, Sky Props he was, here. Hello, Sky. I thought he was on a motorcycle in the uh, Great Escape. The Great Escape, yeah, he was on a motorcycle. But uh, bullet, it was the 68 Mustang. Fastback. Right, and also the 1968 Charger. Uh-huh. That was filmed out here, right? San Francisco? You don't know I those movies. So. You ain't old enough. No, I don't. I, I don't know those movies, but well, that was one of the best. I should watch uh, it. 
chase scenes probably up until the French Connection. That one I've seen. You French? Papa Doyle. I actually am. Yeah, Johnny. Jare. Maybe night. Oh, now he's got something with a locking nut. What do you got here now, Mr. Grit? Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to how many people are here? 54? Uh, I wanted 55. to give a shout out to, uh, yeah, 55. I wanted to give a shout out to F.U. Tone. Right. This is a F.U. Tone. And he just got a bunch of these in stock. I've oh. had this one for a long time. Uh, I got these when they first came out, the first run. This is a first run. And, um, is that the I one with the Dave you, Lee Roth finish? This is the this is a black this black. It's black. So I mean, like the cool upgrades on these, um, kill switch, coil split for both pickups, throw switch, uh, volume knob, obviously, fu tone pickups on PMS mountain mounting systems, which we talked about last week. Oh yeah. Okay, so if you think about the upgrades on this guitar, it's absolutely ridiculous uh, as far as like the what you're paying for it versus what it costs to buy these parts. Uh, um, so uh, titanium inserts for the Floyd Rose, they're titanium. Mm -hmm. It's a maiden. It's a maiden Germany Floyd Rose. Uh, big block. I think it's a forty-two. Um, I lowered the action on this and I had to take the cover off because it was hitting the cover. So you can either change the neck angle or take the cover off. Instead of changing the neck angle, I thought the playability was pretty good. So I just decided mm -hmm. to take the cover off anyway. So I pulled the cover off. But they do come with clear covers so you can see the trim stop, which is right there. And they come with uh, the red uh, heavy springs. I'm not a red uh, spring guy. I like the black. Or the the uh, natural Floyd, um, but uh, brass uh, claw. The upgrades on this guitar are really cool. So I mean, if you're if you're looking for a uh, if you're looking for a really cool '80s and, and and the pickups are great. They they read very similar to the Wolfgang. So mm -hmm. if you like the Wolfgang pickups, they read very similar to that. They're like 14, I believe. Um, uh, see i think that's uh that about covers it but um the headstock's cool fish hook uh headstock um fu tone pro so just to give a shout out to uh fu tone and plenty of these in stock he's got all the colors i think they're black red white green yellow uh i think there's a natural um i just like the black um but uh, if you're in the market for one of these i would definitely endorse it uh and you know being a uh um, a guy that kind of knows about guitars a little bit, I would definitely endorse these and say they're cool guitars to have one of and very versatile. So, I mean, this is a one guitar. This is a one guitar for a gig. You can pretty much accomplish it all with one guitar. You know, anything that you're going to be doing, this would be the one. So, mm -hmm. so that's that, sir. Very cool. The FU yeah. Tones. FU, FU Tones tone are cool guitars, man. He's got good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I I I, uh, I played one or two of them at a NAM show uh, uh, a few years ago, and then uh, we actually have a, a channel ID from from Adam here. This is Adam from Fu Tone. Hey now, Adam Reaver, Fu-Tone.com, my less crappier promo reel for Johnny Bean TV. You're watching Johnny Bean TV. Check it out. 
Thank you. Thank you, Adam. He watches these shows. He might be watching this right now. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. He's cool, man. Yeah. Cool guy. I just got... Great uh, Great I put those I put those pickup mounting systems in the Freedmans, and I just bought two more. So I got two more on the way because, like I said, I like to keep a stock of stuff because you never know when you're going to land on a guitar and need the parts. So it's good to have a stock mm -hmm. of parts. Always a good idea to have a stock of parts. Maybe not as much as I have, but it's always a good uh, idea to have a stock <laughs> of parts. <laughs> well, they, they kind of grow on you. I mean, there's a while when I was just scooping up any Floyd Rose that was like 84, flat black, pro. 82. I was grabbing them all, you know. <laughs> Buddy, I've got, a, I've, got a major, I've got a major problem. That box over there. See that box over there in the corner? Sitting, oh, the uh, all that stuff sitting on top of a big box, that green box. Yeah. There's not there's about 90 pickups in there. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a lot of magnets. Yep. And stored correctly. I bounced it off uh, my friend Chris Justice, who I work with at Sir. I said, Hey man, if I'm going to store all these, what do you think? And I told him how I was going to do it. And he goes, I think you're a hundred percent safe with the way that you're doing it. So Stored correctly. Thank you. Oh, what's the wrong way? I I wouldn't stack them on top of each other. I've got a separator between them. I've got a two-inch separator piece of uh, rubber. You know, like that uh, the stuff you cut out for like guns and stuff. You know, Ron knows what I'm talking. Well, Ron's playing guitar right now. Sorry about it. <laughs> I, I'm um, listening. I'm but listening. there's a there's a, a a piece of separator that I've got separating all the pickups. So I I'm, I may have a few of those myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stuff. not going to show it this time, though. I mean, it's in the case over there. I guess I could. I guess I could share something with you guys. We already know. I don't. I've got over eight thousand views on shorts today. <laughs> I've, I've broken eight thousand views on your shorts. I've broken four hundred thousand views on my channel. Mm. Oh my gosh. Way to go, Rob. I watch your videos all the time, honestly. I really do. I I I, I work at it. I do. I, I I select which songs they are. I try to pick the you know, the the most popular. I take several takes to select the best one that I do. And uh, I'm very co conscious of where I am when I film. It used to be back when I first started that it would have to be like sunny, like blazingly sunny or something. But after I started to get a following, it started to turn into it didn't matter anymore. It was like raining, whatever, cloudy. It didn't. I was still get. I was still getting views. The people see the hood scoop and uh, they know what it is. And I, I try to pick a a good part of the song too. Like the some of the people have referred to uh, me being good at at selecting samples. So yeah, I, I work at it. I wear there's four shorts a day, every day, staggered out, separate times, original song every day. And uh Wednesdays you get an extra metal song. And then if Danny comes over, we got a couple with month of metal hits, you're gonna get a couple extra released if that show goes off. You know, and mm -hmm. sometimes I just do sometimes I just go ahead and write a song and, and just play it for them for the heck of it you know so yeah i, I appreciate cool. everything i appreciate everybody 
that watches all my stuff and that's what makes it all really worth it you know to me that's that's where i get my uh my joy from it you know right on well i could have done any of it without johnny Bean's show here without without mike olson putting that super chat to tell johnny who i was and janice lala for me my first subscribers she subscribed to a channel that didn't exist so i immediately put whatever shorts i had up there and johnny was number two <laughs> and, and that's where it started yeah short videos johnny not you know no i know boxes and briefs, yeah. hey holly how you doing <laughs> i think a carry on my wayward son was my favorite so far probably that was good. It wasn't dust in the wind, though. I really thought because it's it's so frustrating. It's like okay, let's try a couple songs from this band, and I'll load it up. Like I'll do decent with Steve Miller. I'll have a good Steve Miller, and then nobody even heard of this one, you know? Or Bad Company. They're hot and cold too. You'd have some good Bad Companies, and then nobody's even heard of Burning Sky. I mean, when I was a kid, Burning Sky, I thought that was so cool, you know. So it's not, it, I have to stay away from what I think is good and what I like to what is going to get views. It's like tomorrow I've got some stick songs coming. Mm. You know, I, I put one out and it, it didn't do too bad. I've so got Dennis a couple Dennis Young? He's got sticks. I got some rock songs. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I mean, a sticks fan will know all the songs. And they'll be like, you know... Uh, I'd like I'd like to hear this one or that one. And I've got to be like, well, I can only really do, you know, uh, the ones that are really well known. <laughs> Surprisingly, ACDC has done decently. And uh, and I've been liking that. And uh, Danny, the really fast stuff they do. And Danny just drums his butt off. And, uh, you know, so I like it. Thank you. Yeah, Bernard Sky. I love that. I love that, Holly, you know. It, it's, it's, it's just cool, you know. So one of the best songs I've had today, I had um, Heaven is a Place on Earth. That one skyrocketed big time. You remember that, don't you? Don't Belinda you know Carlisle? what it's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place <laughs> on earth. Yeah, man. That one was big. And um, I got big from, uh, from uh, Flashdance. Was that it? Or the one that's like, I think we all uh, got big from Flash Dance, Robbie. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right one. It might not. Irene. Be that's what Irene a feeling. Kara. What a feeling. Irene. Oh Kara. right, yeah. I'm she thinking of. Uh, or uh, Maniac. I love Maniac. I was almost this close to doing a cover of it. I'm thinking of maybe doing because I don't do a lot of covers anymore. But uh, I've I've got that pretty well figured out. And I, I'm still considering doing that one. In a, in a, in a, that that song brings tears to my eyes. It really does. Uh, but oh, it's I'm thinking of that. I had the time of my life. I've never felt this way um, before. That oh, one? that that's Dirty Dancing. Dirty yeah. Dancing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Patrick Swayze, right? Yep. Yes. Well, no, I don't think he sang that. Did he? No, he was in he's saying he, he was he's in saying she's like the wind. Wow. Patrick Swayze hmm. saying she's like the wind. That's him, which is also from I think from Dirty Dancing, right? Or yeah, Dirty Dancing. 
I never saw a Dirty Dancing. Although, a fake Sammy Hagar account just followed me on TikTok. That's awesome. Just now. I get followed by all the fake accounts. Is it spelled Sammy with just one M? That's how you knew? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even spelled that, but it was his photo. I saw it. It just popped up on my phone. And Janice, Janice Lalo never sees shorts. Robbie, stand up. Hey, YouTube does not make it easy either. I mean, I have been just, <laughs> I have just been kicking myself trying to get views. Uh, it, it's like sometimes they won't put them on the suggested. <clears throat> and then they'll put them on like 10 hours later. And, and uh, it'll be up and say, oh, two views, three views. And I'm like, I've learned to just wait. Don't take it down. Don't think, oh, I got to put something else. You know, I just stay there. But if it's something that people really like, they'll they'll get it right away, and it'll boom right up to a thousand, like in you know fifteen minutes or something. And that's what I'm kind of striving for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, summertime people aren't watching as much. YouTube's get a little more stricter on what they put on suggested, and uh, yeah, it, it it it's it hasn't really been easy, but nonetheless, I enjoy it. Like Johnny told me a long time ago. If you want to build your channel, if you want to get the subscribers and you want to get the views, you have to do the work. And I dove right into that, you know. Now, Robbie, I said you have to take your shirt off. (laughs) And it takes 17 years. But keep that shirt on. I like that shirt. Well, uh, no. No! (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, other than that, sure. You get some pretty lady with a guitar and a swimsuit, and she's going to get four million views in ten minutes. You know, it's just that's just the way it ten is. Ten seconds, not ten but, minutes. I mean, for me though, for what I'm doing, I'm trying to do it like I have content with the shorts where I actually sing a song in each one. Try to have good scenery, you know. Try to be entertaining, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, mm-hmm. Larry Riker was commenting on Gibson Les Pauls. I mean, maybe he could tell me how much my flying V's worth. Hey, Larry's cool. Oh, man. He's I, the one, I think he's the one who was asking to do the Les Pauls. Anyways, hey, this one, I was thinking about this one the other day when we, uh, last week we were talking about Cinderella. So this is, this is cool. Um, so back in the day when I was young, I didn't turn my flashlight off. Um, back in the day when I was young, I liked Cinderella a lot. And somebody made a comment about Jeff Labar, and I think Robbie said that he had heard something, or or it, maybe it was Ron that said that, that they said that Jeff Labar wasn't a big part of Cinderella. Hey, man, I thought Jeff Labar was super cool because he liked Kramer's, first of all. He was a big Kramer guy. And uh, when I met him in San Diego, he pulled me backstage. I went backstage, and he showed me his red one. And he had told me that his mother bought him that for graduation. So the red, uh, I believe it was a Pacer or maybe it was a Beretta, but it had two humbuckers. So I think it was a, it was a Pacer, Um, but it was red. And he said his mama got it for me. He said he still had it. And uh, we talked for a little while. And then um, uh, fast forward, probably, I don't know, 10 years. And I was sitting, uh, when I first moved out here, I, I saw the Cinderella, nobody's fool video. And I remembered how much impact that video had on me when I was a kid, like how cool I thought uh, 
how cool I thought Jeff Labar looked. You know, he just had a cool look. He kind of looked like Ed sometimes. You know, he he kind of had the mm-hmm. you know, like Eddie Van Halen look. And um, I just thought he was cool. But that guitar in the Nobody's Fool video, I fell in love with. And so I built it. And this is identical to the guitar that's oh, in cool. the uh, uh, Nobody's. But the, the story gets cooler. It, it didn't have a Charvel logo on it, but I'm a Charvel fan. So uh, I, I had a Charvel. I put a Charvel logo on it. Um, but this is the Nobody's Fool uh, video guitar uh, video or uh, guitar from the video. Uh, identical pickup. Uh, it was a zebra. It wasn't a reverse zebra. It was a zebra. It was a one volume knob, chrome Floyd Rose with a black nut, black string tree, chrome uh, tuners. And I did this guitar. And the coolest story about this is, is I was friends with Jeff Labar on Facebook. And I sent him a picture of it. And I said, hey, man, just want to let you know that uh, I was totally inspired by you my whole life being a kid. And I just built this. And he goes, oh, my God, man, that's awesome. He goes, can you send it to me? And I was like, <laughs> no. But, <laughs> oh, thank you. I said, no, I- but uh, thank you for everything. And, hey, man, rest in peace to that guy because I thought that Jeff Labar was super cool. But this is the uh, – if you go watch the Nobody's Fool video, this is the guitar that uh, – I mean, I pretty much paused everything, the whole video. And I said, okay, it's got this, it's got that. And then I went out and duplicated everything. And I just think it's a cool looking guitar. That's a uh, Friedman uh, Triple D, which uh, uh, is super hot. It's like a, uh, I think it's 17K. This one reads 17. So super hot pickup in it. And it's a, uh, I mean, this thing's a player. This thing plays really nice. So really good. It wasn't me. I, I have not a. I, I have no no authority on Cinderella. I think it was Ron. I think Ron was yeah. talking about. No, it. No, it, it was it was what Eddie Trunk said that yeah. uh, there was a guy at Quality Show, and yeah. wanted to know why he wasn't doing a big thing about Jeff Labar, and Eddie Trunk just basically told him it's because he wasn't that you know like uh, influencer or something. You know, I don't know the exact words, but it kind of shocked me because Eddie usually doesn't talk like that. Yeah, I've still got my comments from him on Messenger. I never deleted it. I used to talk to him. I've got, like, he used to talk to me. Like, I would text him, and probably a couple days ago by on Messenger, and he would respond. And we would talk about stuff. And he goes, hey, man, I am the number one reason why we never got back together. You know, I had a drinking problem. Uh, you know, Tom didn't like it. Uh, but he said, but I feel that I was the cause and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, man, whatever. You guys need to just get back together. How cool would that be to have a Cinderella reunion? And unfortunately, it didn't happen. But uh, I thought Jeff Labar was super cool. I thought he was a cool dude, man. I keep stuff like that, too. I still have voice message from Dennis Klein on here from one of my guitars he was working on. It's, oh, you know, the, wow. You, well, I, I may have coming the last guitar that he ever painted. Uh, I oh, paid cool. him. I, I paid him for a body, and he was doing one, and it was kind of like skeleton, dead thing type deal. Mm-hmm. And then he passed, and his daughter told me she's going to sort through all his stuff, and if she can find it, she'll say, "Go ahead and send it to me." That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah I like. Uh, uh, I thought. Uh, I thought was... Cinderella was pretty cool. Eddie Trunk. Eddie Trunk, man. I mean, like, I don't. I don't talk smack about people, but you know, the bad thing about. Uh, Eddie Trunk is he knows everybody and he lets everybody know that he knows everybody. I mean, that's like one of the things that you don't do, in my opinion, when you're a uh, 
when you're a, a, a face of something, you know, you just sit there and say, yeah, I talked to, yeah, I talked to Warren Demartini the other day and yeah, you know, yeah, I've known Warren and blah, blah, blah. Hey man, I don't need to hear the background. Let's just get down to, let's just get down to brass tacks. You know what you I'm realize, saying? Just, you know, you just tell me what's a, doing. You realize you're on a panel at, on Johnny Dean's show. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And we have this. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Yeah. Wish you were in Nam. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wish you were in Nam. Uh, hey, by the way, I know every guitar guy out there. And, uh, yeah, we all go way back on everything. And, yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah, you don't talk smack on anybody. That's good. I actually told him to say that. <laughs> uh, I know. Hey, I mean, I know what you're, I know, I know what you're saying. Head. Yeah. Kurt Rock said, I agree, 40 grit. So, Kurt, at least Kurt knows. Kurt knows what I'm talking about. Pe- people Uh-oh. do say a lot of stuff. Well, it's, uh, a, 40, it's a 40 rant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, Eddie Trunk, they do have a new show now on YouTube called That Rocks. I saw, I saw You've it. seen it's that? With the old panel. It's with the old panel from That Metal Show. From That Metal Show, right. And if you look at their, at their chat, their live chat, mm-hmm. a lot of the chat is like trolling them the entire time. Oh no! But yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, are they trolling yeah. Eddie? Or are they trolling? They're not. Yeah, trolling Florentine. Everybody loves I, I, Florentine. All, all of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Jameson. Don Jameson. Don Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're cool. I mean, I, I like. I've, I loved the the metal show. Um. I like uh, I like I like the stuff that they're doing. I mean, I I can understand what you're saying. I mean, when you do a show, you know, when you're sitting here and you're like, I know so and so, I know so and so. You, you don't know, need to, to do that. Well, I'm not bagging on Eddie Trunk, but I'm just saying I'm not bagging on. But hey, man, the guy's got knowledge like nobody's business. It just gets annoying sometimes because he prefaces everything with he he doesn't need to preface that. He's made a name for himself. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. This isn't a 40 rant, but uh, <laughs> when you're, yes, when you is. are, uh, <laughs> when you are uh, an established uh, figure like that, you don't need to preface everything with how long you've known them. And it, it, and just my opinion. So. Well, see, I still need to do that. <laughs> I still need That's to drop good. Desmond child's name. Every show I do. Brad's oh. got it. Brad's got it. Grinding grits gears. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm gonna yeah. let you know what's up my sad box today. See? Yeah. I still need to name drop. I'm not to that point yet. Oh yeah, but the, hey. There's hey, this guy. Go ahead, Robbie. Sorry. I'm the guy that said I was there. Yeah, you trademarked Whoops. that. I was there. But there's this guy on YouTube who keeps keeps saying his name all the time that people don't like. Johnny yeah. Bean. Yeah, but see, that's that's Maybe when nine. you know you're doing that you know you're doing something right. If all of a sudden people you don't know are like saying, "Man, I'm so tired of seeing you everywhere," that, that that's a good thing. Yeah, you know. So there you go. And I told you before we started Forty Grit about what's happened before. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, I enjoy being on here, and I and I and I uh, enjoy being uh, with every one of you. So I have no, I have no, nothing bad well, to say you. about anything. Yes. Um, somebody said something about Jeff Labar, and they said that they also thought felt the same about Vito Brada. Hey, man, don't get me started on Vito. 
Vito was a heavy, right? I mean, that guy was just a like a machine. Gears, you know? gears, gears, gears. Just, <laughs> just stop playing. You know, just stop playing. His dad got sick, from what I read. Uh, actually, that was actually a Eddie Trunk. I got that from Eddie Trunk. Uh, well, Vito, he had he had Vito on, and there Vito you go. Said that his you know his, his dad got sick, and he uh, just decided to hang it up. I mean, Vito Brada was a beast, right? Was that not not that that matters, but maybe it does. Was that before or after grunge, Nirvana? Vito, uh, right around the time. Yeah, uh, they 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 had actually gone into the studio. Vito actually talks about it on the Eddie Trunk interview. They had gone back into the studio, and the studio had said, "Okay, you've given us a few albums. You guys can do whatever you want on this one." And they went in and did whatever they wanted. And then when they went to go release it, the whole Vito Brada, the the whole Nirvana thing was taking over. And he said, "We just kind of fell through the cracks, man. You know, we just kind of, we mm-hmm. just kind of went away, man." And and he said that. Uh, um, you know, he, I, I guess he had invested his money wisely and, uh, mm-hmm. they had, something about hotels or something like he had bought some hotels and his father got sick. He said, I wanted to take care of my dad and no regrets. And he said, and, and then people were calling in, they're saying, Hey, can you still play the solo to wait and blah, blah, blah. He goes, no, I can't. He said, I've revisited that stuff and, um, I can't, but, um, and it's kind of it kind of sucks to hear him say that, you know, like, he, you know, he says that he's he doesn't know how to play all that stuff anymore. But mm-hmm. I mean, regardless, he was still cool. Jason Newstead said he can't play the Metallica stuff anymore. It's, it's like too fast for him now. Yeah. So well, look at Vivian, the Vivian Campbell. Vivian Campbell. The I was just getting ready to say that yeah, the show he last can't night. can't play the Dio stuff anymore. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, the the Vandenbergs were cool, and I do want to comment on the Vandenbergs because I kind of got some knowledge on those. Vivian Campbell was a Les Paul player, and he was a Les Paul was his guitar, and um, you know uh, the Holy Diver. And, uh, you know, a lot of that was his Black Les Paul. That's why now in the last in line, he plays his Black Les Paul exclusively because that's the guitar he used for the recording for a lot of that stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, when they went to go build a Kramer, Vivian Campbell said, I'm not interested. Now, I, I, if there's Kramer people in there, I've done a lot of research on this. So I think I'm right. But let's, let's you know, if I'm wrong, then no problem. Comment. Um he was a Les Paul guy. That's why they did 24 and three quarter on the Night Swan because it, it had a Les Paul feel. And that's why that horn is so cut away. Remember uh, Robbie, when I commented, it's so dug out, you know, uh, of the, but it's very similar to, um, it's very similar to a Les Paul, the cutout. Mm. So it's a R1 nut. It's a very slim nut uh, on the originals. It was a, uh, uh, a jazz in the neck and I uh, I forgot what the bridge pickup was but that was his Duncan that was the Vivian Campbell pickup without being in a Vivian Campbell endorsed pickup and I, I commented what it was last night I forgot already mm-hmm. but um, uh, so was that set up correct on that guitar we looked at yeah I, the two yeah, different I pickups that, yeah oh yeah for sure those were okay. uh, I'm, I can't remember what I somebody will comment just comment what the uh what the uh, what the Vandenberg uh, bridge pickup was. I know the neck was a jazz, uh, but that's what Vivian was going for. He was going for a Les Paul feel on a Super Strat, and that's mm-hmm. why it was twenty four and three quarters. So um, that's 
the story on the now the new reissues they're JB and JB. They're two JBs on the new ones. Okay. Okay. And um uh my buddy got one and he Johnny pulled the Beans. pickups out and put the original ones back in. He put the original what is that? What does it say? That's a me be nice. JB. <laughs> yeah. Uh um wait a minute. Well that's a that's, that's a production. That's yeah. a production. The line. jazz. Yeah, that's a jazz. Uh, the jazz was the neck pickup, and the um, it's right on the tip of my song. But the uh, no, the uh, uh, the new ones have two JBs in it. My buddy pulled them out and put the right pickups in it. But uh, um, that's the story on the Night Swan. So, and well, I agree stuff. with I agree with Robbie as far as that being a good price on that guitar. Oh yeah, that was definitely ones, a good price. That's a and, good uh, price. You know the. Uh, you know the neck pickup isn't actually it's closer to the neck but it's kind of in the middle you know that was one of the things yeah too. it's a middle pickup right yeah that that pickup configuration the other cool thing about the uh the night swans were the uh the inlays you know mhm mm the the right. uh, the dots or yeah, they're, they're the way off. they like they swerve around yep mm -hmm. yeah yeah, cool. Yeah. I would like to. Uh, I would like to find. I was gonna probably about a year ago. I was at work and uh, one of the baby blue ones with polka dots popped up on Reverb, and um, I was gonna buy it, and I just kind of felt like it was too much. They wanted like seventy five hundred dollars for it. Right. And yeah. I, you'd and be I was stuck like, you know, that's gosh. just that's a, that's just a lot of money for that guitar, in my opinion. So. so. Did any of you did any of you guys watch the the hearing aid video, or the making of the hearing aid video? Wow, the, the, the hearing aid, yeah, yeah, of course. I've got that, that was, on uh, vinyl. That was I've a got, uh, yeah, that's a bad that, that, yeah, that's that an awesome great. video. Johnny, have you ever <laughs> seen that? Huh? The hearing aid? Yeah, yeah, that's like the heavy metal version of of. Uh, uh, we are the world, kind of. Did you, of. did you ever see the making of it though, like the hour-long mm -hmm. show? No, that's, that's oh yeah, pretty it's cool. Neat. It shows all the guys going to the studio doing all the guitars. And the funny part was, if you watch that, everybody Dio and everybody in the studio part, they reacted the most to George Lynch's playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ingve was there. Um, that uh, the uh, the the bridge pickup on the Night Swan is a full shred, a Seymour Duncan full shred, and that was supposed to be Vivian Campbell's signature pickup, and it just never took off. Um, the hmm. uh, uh, the uh, hearing aid video. Oh my God! If you haven't seen that video, yeah, it's on YouTube. I mean, you got to watch the recording. Holly said she of that. saw it. That's good. I'm gonna yeah. have to Everybody see it. should see that. Yeah, Lynch is just on fire. Uh, uh, Neil Sean, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Neil Sean, uh, 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 um, <laughs> Neil Sean, Night Ranger, uh, um, Ingve, Lynch, Vivian Campbell. Dio is the one who set that up. Dio and Vivian Campbell were the ones that set it up and did the uh, the um, the music and everything. And that was supposed to be the answer to "We Are the World," right? Mm -hmm. Correct. But so. uh, Buck uh, Eddie Ojeda was on it. Uh, from yeah, Twisted, Twisted Sister. Sister. Yeah, yeah. Car, uh, what's his name from? Uh, 
Carlos right. Cavazo. Yeah, Carlos yeah. Cavazo. And then the guy from Blue Oyster Cult, Buck. He yeah. was even in it. He, he was the one. He was playing. He must change his strings right there in the studio because they're like a foot long hanging off the headstock as he's playing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably, yeah, he probably had dead strings. Yeah. Is there going to be a giveaway on the stream at some point? Yes, at the end of the stream. Why don't Johnny's we do giving a away poll? That guitar in the back. <laughs> hey, Johnny, why don't we do a poll? Hey, are you doing the giveaway, or do you want me to do the giveaway tonight? Uh, or, do two. Do what, what What do you have? A sharp. I was going to give away this guitar, but what do you, what do you have? Yeah. I would like to uh, – I'll do a poster, or I'll do uh, a pack of uh, the 5150 picks. So Ooh. maybe you might want to do a poll and say, would you rather have a poster or picks? And then or we can guitar. figure out which one. Or a well, new what poster Charvel. is it? Oh, it's the, is it the, the Farrah Fawcett? Poster. Do you want to see the poster, Johnny? Sure. Well, let me break, let me break it out. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with looking up. at Farrah Fawcett. Wake up. I got to wake up, Johnny. Wake up, Robbie. Somebody, well, Hey, Janice, can you send out a tweet saying, wake up, Robbie? Okay. I do have something I was going to talk about. Just wait for Which Mr. Do you want for give away? All right. What do we say? Poster? Oh, dude. Nice. Guitar picks. Nineteen ninety-eight, nineteen ninety-eight Nam Show poster. Ooh, there you go, Sky Prop. Brand That's new. right. Brand new. <laughs> Johnny, okay. even the even uh, the guys from Spinal Tap are in it. Right. They, he the uh, what's his name? The guy Lenny and Squiggy. From yeah, Vernon Shirley. Lane, yeah, Michael, Lane, Michael, Lane. Michael McKeon. Yeah, he's sitting uh, there. They asked him about Ingve playing, and he uh, says, "I like how he puts Ingve J. Malmsteen in there, so you don't confuse him with all the other Ingve Malmsteen." <laughs> then he said, "Then I took my guitar and made a coffee table out of it because I can't play it like that. So why bother?" <laughs> Robbie's um, gong. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you guys want for the giveaway tonight? That 1998 EVH poster. EVH Guitar Picks or Robbie's Gong. Vote now. Hello, Richard Poole. Hello, Richard from Poole. U- from the UK. Hey. Cheerio. What, what time is it over there? It's like 6 in the morning or something. Sunday morning. Time for, time for tea. Time for tea. Actually, I've got tea in here, so it's tea time. All right, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm waking up. Oh, yeah. Robbie. Robbie's got something. He's going to hit himself in the head with a guitar bite. <laughs> That'll wake him up. Continue fighting, Ron. <laughs> you, know, you guys know that I've been working on this now. Today I worked on this a lot more. You could see that I finished with the with the modification here, so there is no bulge out of here. <laughs> I've also taken this edge down, so the the edge is square. So it's square. I did it around the around the edge on it too, and I also hit this side of it, in which 
which point what I'm doing now is I'm I'm working on this horn. And if you look closely here on this horn. You were working on the horn last night too, Robbie. It's got a, it's still a little fat over here. I, I still want to get some of this around out. And, and the way I'm doing that is I'm taking the edge off of it. So it'll have a square, you know, square profile. You can see it really well along this edge here. How come that guitar's not done yet? You can see how square, how, how more square the edge is along the side. So I tried to get rid of that round because uh, Lynch's guitars were were pretty squared off. They weren't really a round thing. Yeah. And uh, and that's what I'm going for. So I I still have to do this horn, and I have to hand sand the horns out, which is difficult. But uh, that's going to be like a whole other day doing that. Then you got a whole other day hand sanding out the the paint on the uh, inside cavities too, which is, there's no business being paint there, you know? So uh, that's what I did today. I really hit it hard. And there's still a little bit areas that are a little round. You can see right there on the corner where the cut, where the cut comes in. I'll have, but what really works well is the small piece of paint where you could see where, you know, just that little piece of paint is, and you could gauge exactly how flat it is and how much more of an edge you have to do. And I'm really kind of, I'm really digging it because I'm really liking, you know, the square edge that it's not, it's not rounded. It's, it's square looking. And uh, I'm, I'm really digging that and uh, getting rid of the, you know, getting rid of this, you know, underbelly piece, and you know, and now I'm going to work on this horn to get rid of this little bit of bulge up here to flatten that. So it's coming along. It's getting close. Did and, you figure out what pickups you're putting in it? Oh, I already know. It's got a, it's getting a 78 uh, Seymour Duncan staggered winding Alnico 2 custom shop. I already have the pickup. Who, have who, uh, who wound that pickup, Robbie? Marcelo Juarez. Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan NAM 2023 in Anaheim, California. You are watching John, Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. <laughs> and I mean, just to just to what kind of, what kind of pickup was it? Perfectly clear. The pickup that I have now was custom wound probably two months ago, by Marcelo Juarez. Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan NAM 2023 in Anaheim, California. You are watching John, Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. Thank you, G. G loves the look. I love the look, too. I'm not going for a Beretta here. I'm not going for the rounded edge. I'm going for the more square type, similar to my... Uh, you know, my experimental grail body that was rejected, which was really squared. And another thing that I would like to do is when I sand out these horns, I would like to square them a little bit to make them look more, more pin routed. Like they were in 82. This hey, Robbie, is an 83. I have a question. What? What's the opposite of a cat? 
a dog. Hey, this is Cody Van Halen, and you are watching Johnny Bean TV. <laughs> you guys know what, it, what, what the horns look like. You guys know what the horns look like on the grail body and how they have that little bit of square disc coming. So I'm going to try to recreate that too because I really like that look. And, of course, I'm going to fill in this stupid route for the truss rod adjustment because anybody that builds custom guitars that's worth their salt will rip that deck off and adjust it if you have to. That's, that's how I roll. <laughs> oh, oh. And there's more. I broke this out today, too, just to show you guys, you know, what's going to go with it. And uh, this is the 80s. Does that, say, does that sticker say made in China? There's nothing made in China here, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I broke out the 85 Grail neck ESP non-tilt one-piece uh, 48th Street banana neck. Right, which we say the R four not the R five. I, I had I had filed this uh this shelf for this slammer nut and drilled and countersunk it. And uh it says made in Japan. It has the sticker made in Japan. In nineteen eighty five they were not putting the uh stamp on the heel anymore, but they were still making the last year they made these. And this is going on here and it fits very nicely. How tight is that? It's tight as a frog's ass, Johnny. And as you can see, <laughs> it's a mock-up of what this guitar will eventually look like. Well, after it's painted Alpine White for Marty Bell, single color. Are you painting the headstock? Yes, headstock matches body. Are you putting a logo on it? Yes, old style logo, old style Kramer logo, like I wear on the T-shirts or like most of my guitars have, will be just like the Grail guitar, in the right position, with the with the Kramer logo. Are you putting also, Goto tuners on it? No, this is getting black shallers. It is getting black shallers, but uh, it is getting a round string retainer. I have a R5 round black string retainer for it too, which I was amazed that i found so it's gonna be it's gonna look pretty good and it's gonna be worth near as much as the other but it will have the the neck pickup which i haven't got yet i'll have to get it i'll eco to uh bridge what's what the kind neck of pickup, pickup gonna be it's gonna be an illico to probably probably production line what kind see seymour duncan wound by marcella warren Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan NAM 2023 in Anaheim, California. You are watching Jan, Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. I'm anticipating this go together really good. If I could get this angle, you could see. What color Where hardware? Black. Yes, I've already got the Floyd Rose from 1982 to put on here. What color? You're using. You can see how the that that fret height is probably perfect. Are you going to keep it that color? It's being alpine white. I don't think I'll have to file a po the pocket any. Uh, to me, what I'm looking at, because I look at this stuff and I can tell just by looking, 
that I think this is going to be perfect. Will you be uh, using an EVH low friction pot? No, I'm using a uh, I'm using a Mojo Tone. I'm using the Mojo Tone 500K. Uh, I forget what they call that. But what's yeah, wrong with the 400K? It's 500. Everything that I do is 500K pot. So you do pot. <laughs> the custom shop might have 250s in it, but I think I told him I wanted 500s. But who knows with Fender, you know, I fought him tooth and nail the night of rebuild at the gate times before I get it to play good. But you know what? You know, when I had those parts, when I had those parts from the 85, and I was moving, and I couldn't hardly move. I, I, I was being diagnosed. I was having a really hard time. I was going to live with my sister who died, and I never went out there. But uh, I, I tried to give those parts away to the guy that was helping me. I, I was going to give him the Isaacson body, that Charvel guitar neck, the, you know, the San Dimas 80, 82 neck that I gave to Scott because I could never get that to play right. And the, the 85 body, the Alpine White, and the experimental neck. I was just going to give it to this guy. He didn't want it. Okay, so I still had these parts. And when I got to where I was going to put them together, make guitars out of them, I told, uh, before I started dressing necks again, I went to the guitar center, and there's a guy, Jeremy, that works here at Norman Guitar Center. And I told, I told Jeremy I wanted the frets on that, banana experimental neck to be the same height as these. What's a does? Right? And I mean, I wanted the action the same and I wanted the frets as flat. As flat <laughs> as these Gibsons. How flat did you want those? As flat as these. Oh, these, I thought you said... Oh. These frets... What kind of pickups in that? <laughs> oh, these are just the Gibsons. I believe they're Alnico 3 and I... Do not think they are wax potted. I've got I've got to really be careful when I play this guitar. It's not like I can let it really breathe like the ones I build. Which hey, Skyprop's Sky Prop's got a good question. He said, uh, what kind of switch? Now, what I'd recommend on that guitar is put a push pull, like Lynch. Because you already filled all the holes. You might as well just put a push pull on it and keep the one volume knob, right? That's a really good idea. I was going to drill a hole and put a, no, a push-pull in. No, put a push pull. Get a Demarzio 500K push pull. Huh. That's what you, you know, use on that Just guitar. do that. It would look a lot better. Yep. It'd be it clean. Would. I think I'm, uh, great. I'm, I'm going to write that down. Yep. Janice, can you tweet that out? Demarzio. Yep. 500K push pull. They're okay. all over eBay. Janice, can you t send a tweet saying uh, Robbie needs a 500k push pull pot? Thank you, Grit. Very nice. And thank 40 you, Grit as well. Anything for you, sir. Well, that's I what that Sunburst has got. Sunburst. All the lynches are pretty much push pull. I appreciate to everyone that likes the way this body's coming out with the sharper edges. Uh, it's something that I never thought I'd do or would. I thought would come out as good as it is. Now I'm not done with it. I've still got more to sand out, but uh, I'm really happy with the way it looks, and uh, it, it's something that I'm considering uh, doing 
Uh, to a lesser extent, uh, Mike Olson's body for his 5150 because he wa- he liked the horn not to look so pudgy, which it does now. You know, it looked pretty much like this horn, but even with the little bit that I've sanded on it, it's it's already starting to get a better, you know, a better look to it, a a better shape. And I think once I get rid of this little bit of a bulge here, I think it'll be fine. I'm not going to be able to get this too too squared up, but hopefully by taking out the material to to square off where it, so it looks like an 82 instead of an 83, I, I think that'll be cool. And I found out if you look closely, you can see you can see the glue lines. Can you see the glue lines on the belly cut? Yeah, yeah, I see it. There's one there. Then the body is another. And then when you get down to the other side, you kind of have to look at, you have to look at the, uh, let's see where I can find it. You can see the, it's this top horn. Yeah. Look at the top horn. You can see where there's the extra glue piece for the top horn. You can barely see it. There's a, there's there's a barely a sign where they they did a little bit of glue on a top horn. Mm. This is basically a three piece body with that extra little horn piece glued on, and it's got the t- the front and back caps on top of it. Also, this is expensive for them to do this. It was not cheap. And I could see why you know Kramer would be pissed off because they're costing more money. But it's interesting what happened with these JK bodies pre focus and how it developed into that kind of thing. And I like that. Push, pull. Yes. Leave hole filled. Absolutely. Very, very good. Thank you so much, Mr. Britt. Yeah, it'll look clean. It'll clean look. Nice. I don't have a case for it, though. You know how I am with cases. I try to find a good Kramer case nowadays. It is really hard to find a good Kramer case. Oh, oh, oh. It's advertisement time. <laughs> oh, Peisty? Paste. <laughs> well, it's paste if you talk to the family in Switzerland. It's Peisty if you go to Germany. And in America, who knows? <laughs> it's a and it's product. Zildjian if you talk to Zildjian. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. As of today, I am 19 days. Actually, I'm only five minutes away of being 18 days away from enough money to actually pay the uh, Portsmouth uh, Drum Center for the gong. So 18 days away. Well, how's your poll, Johnny? And people, everybody's oh, gonna want my. I gun. forgot about the poll. I should have let it. I should have let it die. Uh, <laughs> what do you want for the giveaway? Fifty-eight percent, nineteen ninety-eight EVH poster. That's a PV. Thirty-two oh, percent Robbie's gong. We were close. Nine percent EVH guitar picks. Wow. I like the poster. I mean, it's a little late for me, but still. Well, uh, the good news is, is for whoever wins a poster tonight, it will be shipped on Monday because 40 Grid is off Monday and Tuesday. 
So I will oh. be mailing that on. <laughs> oh, and this just in, I just got a text message during the show that uh, I will have a new guitar next weekend. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Remember the one I was talking about? It's, uh, it's the last one he's doing. It's the last one he's going to do. Oh, oh. And I got it, and it'll be here this week. So. Skyprop. Skyprop watched by PayPal, just in case he wants to help out with my uh, gong fund. And that would be PayPal, circle with the A, at Robert Stingles. That's R-O-B-E-R-T-S-T-I-N-G-L-E. And thank you for asking, sir. PayPal.com. What? Uh, Brewski's chair wants to hear uh, some bark at the moon. Uh, from Ron. No, Jake said I play it wrong. Friends and family. <laughs> yes, sir, Skyprop. <laughs> I'm to tell you the truth, you know, I've got enough subscriptions to go with the uh, the whole thing with Super Chat and all that, but they take a lot of money out of that. If you, like, if they send you $10, Johnny, you get, like, what, six fifty or something. Right? They take a bunch out. I'm not Something's even spreading out. I, yeah, I, Rob. Ron, is your guitar fretting out? No. It sounded like it was fretting out, sir. I'm Robbie was fretting out. <laughs> no, Robbie, believe me, I know all about that. I know. Right. I'm the one that told you that. What are you talking about? I I think that <laughs> if you could put out your PayPal and you could go friends and family, pretty much that's that's what I'm gonna do. I, I'm not gonna. I really don't want any of these perks that they give you for going over what now is 500 subscribers. They, they've lowered it from 1,000. And if you, let me let me just check quickly here. Yeah, it's 500 now. If you're at 500, you can, you can get monetized. And right now I'm at 692 subscribers. So I'm well past it, but uh, I'm really not, I'm really not going after that. You know, it, it'll interfere with uh, my my medical costs. It it basically screw me up. So, I will I I will do the PayPal thing though if, if you guys are nice enough to actually help me with this. But I'm close. I'm mm-hmm. very close. But and that's the same I, thing, right? I don't know. Is it? If you go yes. family, it's it's not taxable. It's all taxable. Yes, all of it is. It doesn't, but but if friends any donations are, are, it's all ta- yes, <laughs> and yes, you still need watch time, Larry Riker. You still need the one million years watch time on your channel. Uh, he wants to. Can you enter from the UK? You mean for the giveaway? You're automatically entered if you're in the chat. Now, I'm not shipping to Europe. I'm shipping to Europe. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I would take out a loan to do that. <laughs> well, if anybody wants to help donate to Robbie's PayPal, Robbie will cover the shipment to, to Europe. What? Probably <laughs> <laughs> cheaper than Canada. Yeah. I, I thought you were driving to Canada. 
I'm not driving to Canada. You were going to pick up Zach Thong, and you guys were going to go to Hippies. Oh, that's a good way to get shot. <laughs> that's what you said. Yeah, Sky, the gong is going to be as big as the whole stand. Just picture the round stand outside of the gong. It's going to be huge. It's going to take me a while to get wow. the stand, too. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really been something I've tried to do for a very long time. I'm excited for you. Be Thank cool. you. I actually are you going found... to set up in your living room? Once you get that's it up, are you going to set up in your living room? Yeah, that's the plan to move everything in the living room. Can we get a to tour get a of the living room? I'm gonna have to Thank get you, Peggy. I'm going to have to get a modem so I can get the Wi-Fi out there. Because it, it reaches here, but it doesn't reach out there. And I have to study on how to record using the interface and the computer. Because the sound acoustics is going to be different in that room. What was that? Get a good tax guy. What the hell? Where where I'm at now, where I'm at now is I don't I don't have an I don't have an income that is taxable where I am with the medication. I can I can make a certain amount without going over and still stay in a safe range. But, uh, yeah, so it's pretty it, it's it's all pretty close over. Usually those conversations are on like Sunday mornings, <laughs> like the tax show on like the radio. You could do that with your Sunday sounds. You could be banging the gong and be talking about taxes. Tomorrow Sunday sounds is going to be uh, Jungle Boogie. It's going to be Jungle Boogie, man. And I might even sing a little bit on that one. Oh, G, G knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's tough, but, you know, when is Robbie's fascination with gospel? It started in 1976. My fascination with Gog started basically with Led Zeppelin II. Okay? When, when I heard Bonham do... Da-da-da, uh, da-da-da. What is it? What should ever be? Was that the one? I don't know. In the chat, what what song is he thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a typo. Yeah, it's gong. He said gong. I don't know if I could remember how that goes. Mr. Softy said that he would like to hear the gong. Okay, but we can't play any Led Zeppelin on this channel. <laughs> Jeez, I used to know all that stuff. How did it go like that? Wow. What? Peter Chris had one? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you know, plants going off. <laughs> and what should never be the green piece. Yeah, yeah, that's the song. Right. What is it, whichever be? That's what I thought it was. Yeah. And, so there's a gong solo in that song. Well, he hits the gong right, right before the, the change comes in. Right after the first riff. 
And that was only the 30-inch gun, and I always thought it was a 40. But that's really when it started. I wasn't really drawn to gong from, like, Floyd Pompey or anything like that. Uh, Bonham was tastefully playing the gong. He knew how to warm it up. He knew how to bring the sounds out of it. And uh, that's what I liked. It was just smashing the thing. Yeah, that's that's the song. And that's what really started me. And I was way in the bottom. And uh, actually, when I first started playing drums, I started playing Bad Company songs. So I had a friend that said, okay, play this. Play Bad Company. Start with that. And I did. And then I, I, I just loved Zeppelin, especially Zeppelin, too. And I was just like, man. That was mm -hmm. <laughs> That's funny, Larry. It is kind of like that, except it's all in, uh, it's even numbers. You can't get a 65. Uh, Paste offers a 60-inch gong, which is very expensive. They offered a 50-inch gong, which is also very, oh, look at that. Oh, that's sweet. That's the 36-inch gong. That would have been, that photo would have been taken in. Probably 70, 71, when he went to the 36 inch gone. And there is his on with the stand on fire, too. Oh, man, that is cool. Well, I'd say I would say that's hot. <laughs> I just love the way he played the drums, man. I just loved it. Hey, are you going to light yours on fire? Uh, no, it would be, yeah. it would be the uh, stand would be on fire. If you do decide to light it on fire, make sure it's on a Saturday night and make sure it's televised. Yes, make sure we're live when you do that. So we can all listen to the 911 calls. <laughs> we can all watch obviously, you screaming. Obviously, it would have to be somewhere outside. It would be a major, uh, it would be a major deal for me. I'd have to move the, the drum set out into a desolate area and then uh, play. Wow, I love that. Look at John Henry Bonham. Oh, you gotta love that. That's you know it was his son's text. birthday yesterday. Yes, well, he was his son was a Zildjian man, though. His son was not. Don't burn down my house. Oh, you're sweet. No, it wouldn't be anywhere near it, and it would be a it would be hard because that's that stand's gonna cost me six hundred dollars. So, like, lighting it on fire would be kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know. Now, is that included in the price of what you're putting together for the end of the month? Or is that going to be a whole other thing yeah. you're going to have to do to get the stand? That's a whole other thing, the stand, yes. So, if you get the gong, if you pay for the gong, you don't have anywhere to hang it. True. But I will have it. <laughs> that I will be in the house. It will be in a... Now, see, is that the... That looks like that's old days. That's the 30-inch gong. That's the one I have underneath the 32. Right there, that's that's like Zeppelin 1, the 30-inch. The and he played a 30-inch on Zeppelin 2 in the recording also. It wasn't until he went on tour when he got the 36. Hmm. And then this guy over here, uh, he's playing. That, that, that looks really big. I don't think that's a paste. I don't think that's a paste gong. I'm not sure. It doesn't look like it to me. That's Carmine a piece. Well, let my I can, that looks like I'm not big enough to where I can still name drop. I saw him walk into the bathroom at the Nam show one time. Did you follow him? No, I didn't. 
Although, I, although I, one year I actually did see this guy in the bathroom at the uh, at the Nam show. Hey, this is Stu Hammond. You're watching Johnny Bean. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good. Raven says, "Hey, the guy from the ceiling." I have an engine hoist I could probably hang it from, but that's too hokey. And you I have a what? An engine hoist, you know, that you pull the engine. And you said it's too oaky? It's too hokey. It's but too, you're, it's, you're in Oklahoma. I don't care. I'm not going to be the hillbilly gog man, and I'm not taking any chances. Well, I, I think you wrong. are. Something might go wrong. I'm not I'm not going to do that. It will be. Well, make sure we're live when that happens. That you know, one might like be a 50. I think that's a 50-inch gong there. If, I don't think it's big enough to be a 60, but it could be. Yeah, yeah, that looks great, too. I just love gongs. I always really have sometimes. It ain't you said great. gong. Mr. Softy said to hit the gong, Robbie. Johnny, it's your call. Look at that. Yeah, that's the 36. That's John Bonham? That's John Bonham. That could That's be you, man. Just get that get that hat. That's a 15-inch sound-inch hi-hats, of which I do have. And uh, I just love the pace cymbals. Now, he didn't have – they didn't have the rude cymbals back then. I'm sure he would have been a fan of those. But, all right, Johnny, uh, if, if you'll allow me to ring the gong, could I do it without you making all kinds of weird sound effects and screaming or – would that be like, is that like... What? Necessary? That wasn't me. That was Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I require silence. No, it wasn't. I require silence if I've been a ring. Oh, he's not even here. Oh, he what froze. What happened to Ron? <laughs> he was frozen that whole time. Oh, come on. Here we go again. Oh, Holly, Alex had that 50-inch. That's a beautiful gone. There's one for sale in California now for $10,000, which is what you'd pay for it. But it comes with the with a $700 flight case. He was frozen, wasn't he? It comes with a, the gong stand, which is a $1,200 gong stand. And it comes with a $500 mallet all thrown in. And shipping was thrown in, too. And that's freight. The freight is like 250 pounds for the whole thing. So, I mean, 10000 sounds like a lot, but if you went and bought it just by it itself, you know. Well, Dan says the gong show gong was 39 inches. That was a paste gong. It could have been 38. Paste doesn't do odd numbers. It could either be a 38 or a 40. I thought it was a 60. I thought the gong show gong was a 60-inch gong. How many times would... Bonham hit the gong in concert. Uh, there were several gong songs that he used it in. It was used in the rain song. It was used in what is and what should never be. It was also used during the, the solo for a whole lot of love when he hits the cymbals and then he hits the gong with a stick, which is something I've done for years. Uh, he used it quite a bit. He actually used it. He used it quite a bit. Look at the drum set, Robbie. You want to see the drums? Is that what that is? We can look at the drums. I could do that. Oh, yeah. There's a gong show guy. Yeah, and here's the gong behind him. And that is not a 60. 
That's that might be a, that's probably a forty. That is definitely not a sixty-inch gong there. So I'd say Dan Gorman is pretty damn close. All right, Sky Sky wants to look at the drum set. Now, granted, I have things moved out of the way, so uh, you know it's it's not set up to play right now. There's a couple of things I have to move because it's such a small room. Mm-hmm. So but, we should excuse the mess that's only been there since today. Well, <laughs> there we've got the drums. You can see the sound plates back here. There's the two root symbols, a 20 and a 22. This one here, I just love this crash, 16-inch paste crash, which is beautiful. And here are the 16 – this is a 15-inch sound edge hi-hats. This is the Tama drum throne. This was this is the thickest, most comfortable throne you can get, which I had to save for. This snare drum, this is a Tama 1982 eight inch deep Tama superstar snare drum with the with the damper in it. Very rare. It's a very rare drum. And I managed to get this for five hundred dollars. They are going for like twelve hundred now. That was a few years ago, and uh, this is really good. These are these are good maple shells, that uh, you know that that hold tune very well. That's a Wuhan China symbol in the back. You've got the cowbell. Let's see if we can see the noisemaker. There's a noisemaker over here, but you might not be able to see that. I think I can get to that. And uh, my sister, before she died, bought these for me for Christmas. Of course, I had to change everything. These uh, Tama gongs, these are Tama boom stands. You see the iron boom on it for the counterweight? And over here, we can see the bigger boom on the super heavy-duty stand holding up one of the roots, the, the, the paste roots, which are basically unfinished symbols. And it gives them a harder edge, you know, more of overtones. And that's a sound percussion lab set of which I have changed a lot of things. But uh, this was sold. My sister bought this for me probably about five years ago for Christmas at Guitar Center for $400. And these shells are true. This particular one, this particular set, the sound percussion lab with the 22-inch bass drum, uh, it, it has a very, very true drum shell so it stays in tune the cheaper ones won't you won't be able to keep it in tune at all you know and while we're here there's the there's the 30 that's my gong i got in 1978 that i talked to paste to actually order at the time and you can see how i've got it attached to the bottom of the gong stand and uh it's kind of a jerry rig for now and i plan on getting the little this the small little gong stand for that. It's about $238. It's a C shape and it only, it only sits up about maybe five, six inches off the ground, but that'll be fine for this gong because right now this gong is an accent gong. This is not like the, the big daddy. And then of course we have the, the 32 inch symphonic gong, which actually measures 33 and a third inches. So, uh, which is so cool. Uh, this is just a China symbol, and I don't even know who made that. And I keep it there for uh, that. Keep it the, there. Yeah. 
and uh, I've got a couple of other cymbals in the other room, and I bring them in and some rotor toms sometimes for Sunday sounds. And, of course, these sound plates. These sound plates are super rare now. Now, I paid about $3,000 for these four plates when I bought them in 1992, I believe. They have just, somebody just sold a set of these with the black letters. These are the, these are the red letter. The red letter was the, was the better of them. They were a higher, little higher quality than the black letter ones. He sold those as a set for, for $9,000 for all four. They're very rare. I had it for years and years. I, I, I took them out of storage. They were all packed because I was going to move and uh, set them up in here. And as you can see, I'm, I'm really running out of room <laughs> for stuff in here. So a little, a little tour around the, uh, around the room <laughs> for you guys. Can we see the rest of your house at some point? At some point, yes, at some point. Now, I'm not ready for it yet. You know, it's it's kind of messy in the it's it's kind of messy in the living room, you know. There's Chuck Barris. As this is gong talk. Gong talk. Gong talk. That's right. Raven Raven says he had a great gong song sound. He was a big fan of paste and uh yeah, he was he was terrific. He, he he gonged extensively. He did the timpani thing. He did really well. Hmm, we have an offer, Robbie. A million dollars. <laughs> you got to PayPal it, friends and family, though. <laughs> oh, good lord! So, uh, did did you did you want me to rig the gong? Uh, not like you know too 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 long or well what is the, what does the poll say according to the poll uh 70 percent say yes 16 percent say where's ron because ron froze and uh we were very worried about you 12 percent said no oh there he locked is up. my laptop laptop locked up i had to restart it oh dear hmm all I heard was Johnny say, you said gong, and then everybody was stopped. <laughs> I said that wasn't, a, that, was a, that wasn't a typo that the guy meant, gong. I think this is long enough where I can actually keep the headphones in. That's what she see. said. Smash that thumbs up, you guys. Gong. Oh, yeah, the magic word for the giveaway tonight is gong. <laughs> Everybody needs to type gong in the chat. That's okay nice. the yeah, do we... <laughs> okay. You, know, yours, you got the only name that works on. That's weird. Gong. Everybody say gong. Take a little bit of time to get over there because I'm just so so zippy well here I'll highlight you <laughs> okay let me get over here I'll Chuck highlight this guy you know he was an assassin alright Robbie is that drum set okay 
Yes, yes, Trump said fine. Going to be yes, one Trump, of those Trump days. Okay, you guys ready? We're ready. Are you guys ready in the chat? We're ready. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, say 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 rolling. <laughs> rolling. <laughs> say hello. 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 I'm going to warm this sucker up, too. I get a really nice ring out of it for you guys. I had a dime every time I heard that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're going to make Robbie. him mad. You guys need to stop. Okay. He's you already guys, mad. You guys ready? Okay. Yes. Is everybody ready in the chat? Type yes. And please don't leave. You can mute, but don't leave. Okay, we're ready. Thank you so much. I, I so so enjoyed playing the game for you. Thank you, Fred Willard. <laughs> Whatever that guy's name is. I did use the thirty in there for a little accent during the gonging. That's what she said. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you for uh, yeah. Th thank you for giving me the room to do that, Johnny. I, I appreciate it. That was very respectful of you. Thank you. <laughs> that was just like the unchained video yeah robbie needs to smash that yeah <laughs> now just imagine what the 38 is going to be like i mean bigger a warmer louder deeper. heavier uh, more expensive <laughs> I've I just love the yeah the chair everything's tight in here Holly when I get in the other room and everything's <laughs> oh, tight, it's gonna be better it's gonna be so much better how tight Robbie <laughs> it is I mean to get the chair in here I have to move the computer out or, you know yeah it's it, it, it is I, duct I think tape I, wait a minute what, what what's going on <laughs> I'm fortunate to be able to hang the 30 underneath the the 32. 
Yes, yes, the overtones. That's what it's all about. The symphonic gong is so versatile in the overtones and the actual tones that you get it get to it with with hitting it, you know, hitting it in different spots and how hard you hit it and actually what you use to, to do it. So it's very versatile. The sound creation gong, which is even a very a very rough gong. It, it's kind of like what rude is to symbols. Uh, that's what sound creation is to gongs, where it's all overtones. It has like big time overtones. It, it can't stand on its own. You know, you can't just have a, a sound creation gong and have it stand on its own because it does get great overtones and it does, it is super cool, but it doesn't have the depth and, uh, you know, versatility as a symphonic. So, uh, yeah, I guess I do, Peggy. I'm trying. I'm going to get there. So, uh, you know, uh, I am thinking maybe next year, once I get into the other room and I do have the stands I want for the gongs I have, of maybe being able to get a, a 32-inch sound creation gong as an accent. Now, just by the size of the 32 compared to the 30, that has basically turned the 30 into the accent gong because it's basically kind of where it is, where it stands now. You know, it can, it can stand on its own if, if it was the only one there, which it did for years. But with the 32, it's so much more grandiose that it's kind of reduced the 32 at accent and this other gong, the sound creation. If you guys look up uh, pace sound creation gongs, you can hear what they sound like. The overtones are, the overtones are wicked, but it doesn't have the versatility. It's, it's, it's kind of a one trick pony, but it's a very good, very good pony, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, maybe next year I might be able to get one of those, because after I get this and hopefully the stand, by that time I have to start saving for uh, property taxes. So I'll be pretty much done all winter paying those. But uh, next springtime, I might be able to save up the uh, for the sound creation gong, which I posted a video of it on Facebook. I went, it went to my, uh, it was only to my Facebook friends. So probably all you guys can see it, but, uh, you know, that's $1,800 gone. So that's another hard to say for thing, but maybe next year I'm thinking, you know, would be a nice accent for that. Okay. Who, who sent this? Who's, who sent this photo? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's that has to be uh, Atomic, Atomic Punk. Punk. What, what's going yeah. on here? Who's who's that? No, that's uh, that's what's his name. <laughs> that's not even fans. you. No, that's George. That's Goodman, John Goodman, Dan Connor. Yeah. Size matter. <laughs> yeah. I really liked that when I got that. I got that uh, video from the Muppets, from uh, you know, 
Jungle Boogie. The Muppets. And I, I took to because, you know, uh, me, myself, and iPhone, his name's Ben. He lives over in Oklahoma in the corner, northeast corner. He sent that to me, and he said, you're not the only one with a gong. And it starts off with Animal hitting the gong before he goes right into the, the boog, you know, Jungle Boogie. And I just took took to that like a fish to water. I was just like, yes, look, it's Animal. He's hitting a gong. That's so, that's so familiar. <laughs> we need to see you hit the gong with a flaming mallet. No, mallets are way too expensive to set on fire. No, we won't do that. Peggy, we, thank we, you for your comment. Nice, nice comment. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. I enjoy being on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Peggy. That's that's a really nice thing to say, Mr. Greer. Yeah. We like it when Robbie lets other people talk on the show. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the uh, gong stuff. I'm learning something every week about the. Uh, I'm learning something every week about the gongs. Uh, Raymond has a good question. Can you make a gong stand by yourself using plumber supply? It would probably cost me more to have somebody try to fabricate something out of, uh, you know, pipe like that. And uh, it probably wouldn't be as good. So I probably wouldn't even try. There's lots of people. There's a whole gong world out there. I mean, I check out all these videos and all these people and they they hit their gong, you know. 20 minutes. They never bring it out. You, you, when I when I play the gong, I warm it up, and then we hear the whole thing. Foreplay. It does what it does. You have to have the vibrations in it accumulated before you really can ring it and have that just explosion, that blooming of the gong. And, I mm. mean, geez, these people are just like, you know, they got their candles, and they're all like, mm, and they're like, bing, bing, bing. It's 45 minutes later. Bing? I want to hear you know, bing, and it's bing. like, uh, me be nice. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to hear what this 40-inch pace symphonic gong will, gong will do, and they Wait. never, they never ring it. I think that's a know? typo, Brad. <laughs> oh! Just <laughs> 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 about spit my drink on everything. All, all yeah, over your, bra your brand new uh, Helix. Yeah, I have found uh, I have found somewhere though that <laughs> let me see if I could find it because I just subscribed so I should be able to pull this up in like no time. Robbie the gongster. <laughs> oh, thank you for subscribing, Larry. I meant to say that to you before. Thank you. How many subscribe? How many subscriptions are you? Right now, I'm at 685, maybe? Let me see. I'll, I'll check look. in a minute, yeah. I'll look right now. You are at uh, 692. Oh, nice. Very nice. 692. Eight more. Eight more. Eight more, eight eight, more people in this room more. sign up. Ron, do you have a channel that you do videos on? Yes. You do? Fretworks. Do you, yeah, I you just, just started it. Do you do it every week? Off and on. Depends what comes on the bench. Hmm. I think I it's. My, I think Nightbot has it. My old shooter channel, but I don't even mess with that anymore since I got out of that. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got him. I got him right here. And right here. Okay. You ready, guys? This guy, J-U-M-A-R, Jubar Sound Garden. Okay. Jumar Sound Garden. This guy <laughs> is at, at Jumar Sound Garden. It's 24 subscriptions and 54 videos. I subscribed to this guy today. And he rings the gong. He actually rings it out. It's one of the only people I saw that does it. I've seen these other places, you know, the, the Memphis Gong Studio or whatever they chamber. It's the Memphis Gong Chamber. They have the most paced gongs. They even do an 80-inch gong ring. But they never ring it out. They're just so like, I have respect for my gong. It could be played with respect and still ring out, you know, so you can really hear it. And this guy, Jamar, and I just said J-U-M-A-R sound here. Card. Here. You guys, we got 46 people. We lost a lot of people while you were talking, Robbie. Just saying. Um, <laughs> you guys, here's the video. Here's one of the videos for Jamar's Sound Garden. Open up another window. Jump over there and drop a comment on this video. Is this say, the, say, say Robbie sent us. Say Robbie yeah. sent us. Is this the Brandenburg Castle one? This is the July 15, 2023. This is from okay, today. This is the one from today. Yeah, he does well. He, he gongs. I'll well. subscribe to him too. And I taught, I, I left a message for, with him today, and he said he's kind of a, a loner and he's gone on his own. He doesn't really get into all these gong groups. And I mean, what's I a gong group? Why. There's a bunch of people that get together and they have these things called gong baths. They call, they call them gong baths is what they call it where all these people listen to you ring the gongs but they don't really ring the gong they just kind of they're very cautious and they'll say things like uh careful you don't strike the gong too hard because you might damage it you're talking to a guy that wrecked his 82 81 dodge ram van around into a tree <laughs> around the gong the the van bent around the gong and did not hurt it that's the 30 sitting right here do you think i've ever been concerned about hurting that thing after that no 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 not at all you know? i mean yes <laughs> i'm not going to hit the thing with a hammer or something but you know they have gong measuring contests that's interesting dun, dun. That's a typo. Oh. <laughs> I've seen a lot of gong tests. I've seen a lot of gong tests at this one. I caught a lot of what? <laughs> uh, where they test the gong or they play it. Uh, this guy, I I'd say especially that Brandenburg Castle one he did, even though the camera goes w wonky a little, he does get those things. And one of the gongs he does play in the Brandenburg Castle video is the sound creation. He has a 38-inch sound creation gong and I believe it's a 40-inch pace symphonic gong. So you can really get to hear what that sound creation does. And you can see when he plays the two that he is using that sound creation as an accent also. But it has wicked overtones. Not to mention he's like in front of a castle on a beach and stuff. That's cool. 
So, yeah, I'll shout him out. I think that uh, that was cool as heck. And uh, compared to all these other gong people out there, uh, I thought he was really good. So, you know, thank you guys if you check that out. He's got he he does a he does a really good gong job, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. yeah. Holly says she needs to get a life or a gong. That's funny. <laughs> you know, this whole YouTube thing's made me have a life. I don't know how mm -hmm. many songs I've written in the last three months. I think I'm up to 200. All this stuff. Dang. This, this stuff with the guitars. Everybody wanted to know about Kramer and, you know, stuff that happened to be there and all the work I've done on guitars and interest in the music and Kurt. inspiring, you know. Kurt asked a question, so I'm showing him. Oh, it's a kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He wasn't here earlier. It's the... Uh, he's freely... One of them. Pretty nice guitar, actually. Very nice. You got a story on that, Ron? Actually, no. <laughs> Not this one. I'm sorry. Ron's <laughs> playing without an ace in his deck. <laughs> that is you. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, that, that is you, man. Damn it, Rosie. <laughs> Ron, what did you pay for the Ace Freely? I don't want to say. Really? Overpaid. Really? Yes. That's all right. Overpaid. I was talking to somebody today about, about guitars, and we were, uh, I forgot what, uh, somebody asked me how many I had, and they said, so what's the average? We talked about the average. They said, that's crazy that you have that much money in guitars. And I said, you know, I've I've paid really good on most of them, but some of them I've overpaid on. But sometimes it's just about having it. True. You know what I'm saying saying that you have Very it. True. Like those like the uh the the performance, the snakeskin. Mm-hmm. Man, those guitars are pricey. But I mean at the end of the day, how many people have you seen take the stage with a performance Warren D. Martini? I haven't seen anybody, so except for Warren well, D. Martini. So between the two of us, we have what 178 guitars or something like that. It, I mean, you know, it's yeah. Well, I mean, it's not about. Uh, I don't want it. Yeah, I, I, I just like I got so many guitars just because I have such a huge, strong passion for it. It's not like the problem is I can't stop buying them. I mean, like I say, okay, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore, and then I end up landing on something, and I'm like, oh, all right, just one more. Just do, one more, you know. Do, do you buy uh, a guitar a week? No. No. <laughs> okay, a day? Johnny, Johnny, it's every 10 days. <laughs> no, I got the uh, I got the Friedman. 
I got the Friedman, what, about two or three weeks ago, and then uh, that one popped up, and I think I'm done for a while, man. I mean, there's just nothing. I, I can't keep doing this, man. I mean, I, I, I'm way out of room. I'm way out of room. That's why, two thirds, that, that's why two-thirds of mine are in a storage. Yeah, but see, I'm the problem with storage in Phoenix is 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 the uh, is the humidity level. I've got a I've got a humidifier in here. You know, I keep my stuff. I keep uh, I keep this room at forty to. Here's my gauge up there. I, I keep this room at forty to fifty percent all the time, and I've got to do it because in Arizona there is no humidity. So you go put something in a storage unit, and you're going to have zero humidity, which means the, car, the guitar is going to dry out. So that's why I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't go put stuff in storage. And it's good that I can't go put it in storage because if I did, that would, you know, enable me to go buy more guitars, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> so hey, uh, good, good questions here. So I just saw uh, even a cheap guitar would be good. If it felt good, one hundred percent. I've got cheap guitars. I've got lesser. I, I, there's no such thing as a cheap guitar. There's lesser expensive guitars, and there's more expensive guitars. Um, Rico asked me at forty grit, how does the Warren Frenchie compare to the Snakeskin? Uh, identical guitar for Charvel. They're identical, just different paint jobs. And uh, the uh, now when you compare the snakeskin i thought he said what how do you compare the snakeskin charvel to the snakeskin real deal performance no comparison at all zero comparison the performance guitar is a 100 percent. it's just a quality build instrument those guys are performance if you never checked out performance guitars check them out uh yasu and uh and uh cooney are the uh, cooney's the owner he goes by kenny his name is cooney but uh Kenny is the owner and um, Yasu uh, is, I, I believe the number two guy there, but uh, super nice guys. And man, the, the quality of work that they do there is just, it's just awesome. Um, I wish how 40 would do a 360 of his room. I mean, I guess, I guess I could, right? I mean, it's not, <laughs> um, what's my favorite guitar. You mean somersaults? No, she said, can I do a 360 of the room? I don't. It's... Oh, we're on tour. So here we have a very skinny looking Edward. That's Edward. He, he looks almost flat. So. Feeling two dimensional. <laughs> then you get out of the way. So you have more of the more guitars then than what's there. I got way more guitars. This closet right here is full. Oh, it's full. look at all the Van Halen. Yeah. So. Dig the banner, man. That's that's cool. And then, I'm digging the road stuff. And then this wall that I face is wow. Look at that. A rare look at the double neck that Ed played. That's my computer. And then, wow, look at that headstock Eddie's got in that photo. That's an whoa. That that's that's not even uh, that's not even. Nah, it's the glare. That's the women and children first. Yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's okay. Look how huge that photo is. Oh, that's awesome. That photo right right there of him sitting on the the Echoplex? That's in his that, house. That that photo was always like super tiny, like everywhere you ever saw it. Yeah. So, I've never seen a photo that big of that. 
Hey, so the guy I got this from, check this out. Let's see if I can show it. Let's see if it shows. I don't know what's going <laughs> to. Can you see it? Two of one forty five of one ninety five. Okay. So I got number two. Guess who got number one? Eddie. Yep. Oh, cool. The guy told me that. It was a uh it's a series of that one, that one, and that one over there. But it's it's printed on the side what it is. But uh yeah, Eddie got the, they're all numbered. This one's numbered two, and that one over there is numbered. But, wow. But that's what I that's what I look at when I'm on when I'm on live. So and that is my computer right there. So so that's the 360 of the room. For whether you want to see it. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Grit. Oh, well, I mean, you know, my pleasure. But uh, back to somebody asked me about the Warren D. Martinis. Hey, man, Warren D. Martinis is just a beast, right? Um. Yeah. Thank, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hey, you guys are welcome. And, uh, you know, my pleasure. But uh, um, thanks for Johnny for having me on here every week. I mean, like, you know, it's it's a uh, hey, I, Robbie, I know what you're saying when you talk about the uh, you kind of got like a purpose because I mean, I I work a lot, you know, and then um, when I started coming on here, it's like I've had all this stuff sitting. It just sits and I'm the only one that sees it. So it's kind of cool to share it and show it to people and say, it's not a look what I got. It's a more of a respect for what I grew up in, the era that I grew up in. I have so much respect for the music area for what I grew up in. That's mm -hmm. why I've got this stuff. I mean, so I can sit there and look at it. I don't play these guitars. I, I, I look at them more than I play them. You yeah. know, I just sit there and look at them and go, God, man, it was just so cool. When we were young, man, everything was music. You know, when, you know, I, I was born in 71. So I can tell you, you know, I graduated in 89 and everything was music for us in Detroit. It was all music. Everything was going to concerts and music. And we didn't watch TV and we were out till the streetlights came on and we rode our bikes. And, you know, that's what we did. Our parents weren't asking where we were at. And it was just a great time. You know, it was mm -hmm. a good time. Right. So that's why, I mean, I shoot i buy these guitars just because it keeps me in a happy place you know what i'm saying so well hey mr grit if you need a happy place you just hang out with us man you could oh. you could you could message me anytime you could start rocking out you could start putting music start a channel and start making some music i'll help you with that and then you could you know play a different guitar with every song you do you just yeah. let it go don't be like trying to play somebody's this or somebody's that. Just do your own thing, man. Once yeah. it starts rolling, that'll be it. It'll all be downhill. Yep. And it's I'll, cool, I'll, man. It's cool to it's it, it, it's cool to be able to share this stuff. So I appreciate the ability to share it because uh, it's fun to share it. I mean, I'm sure Ron feels the same way. I know Robbie yeah. feels the same way. I'm sure Johnny feels the same way too. You know, it's cool to share this stuff. You know, talk about it. It's just I mean, the beginning. We, Think about it, man. We fill up three hours every week talking about there's never a game plan coming on the show. No. You know, and we talk for three hours. No. About nothing. We talk for three hours about nothing. It's about nothing. You know, it's hilarious. It's it's the YouTube it's version of Seinfeld. Yep. It's funny. Yeah. It's cool. 
Yeah, yeah it's fun. And every once in a while, Robbie gets mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you must go away. <laughs> Bite me, Robbie. 1982. I was there. Hey, you want to do the drawing, Johnny? Yeah. A lot of people are talking about the drawing, so let's uh, let's see who we can get it to win. And uh, I'm not shipping to Europe. I'm just letting you oh. know. I respect uh, the uh, the European Union, but uh, I do not ship across the uh, the pond. I, my apologies. All right. If you want so to pay this... shipping, if you want to pay shipping, I'll give you a poster. All right. Have you shipped to Europe, Johnny? <laughs> you have not. <laughs> oh yeah, I've shipped. Have everywhere. you? Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the Atomic Punk's here. Uh, I'm kind of saddened that we didn't see anything from the Atomic Punk tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Johnny Rock. Yep. Okay, you guys ready? Whoa, what yeah. happened? Like, all of a sudden, like, all these people jumped in. Cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The strings came today. Ryan is saying, oh, right on, dude. You got your guitar strings. Congratulations. Here's your poster. It's brand new. Nice and oh, nice and rolled up dude. and cool. And... Wow. New old stock. <laughs> new old stock with the striped Converse. Oh, dude. Super cool. Awesome. Sorry, everybody. The secret number is two, not one. You guys are out of contest. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everybody press. Whatever you're doing, just keep point. doing it. Yeah, exclamation point. Or press Robbie's buttons. Ah. <laughs> 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 Me be nice. Yeah. Yeah, be, be nice, everybody. Yeah. I'm going to beat Robbie to it. <laughs> there we go. Oh, Robbie did it. Oh. <laughs> She's not even here. <laughs> okay. All right. What time uh -huh. is it? I know. I, I always do that. Johnny. Unchained. <laughs> okay. So let's do All a right. test here. Somebody just said in the chat, hey, let's go ahead and do the drawing so we can hang out afterwards. Let's see what happens after we do the draw. How, how, how many people drop there off? There you go. Four hours <laughs> night, Johnny? Because then yeah. we know, because then we know that we don't draw to the last minute of the, uh, of the show. <laughs> That's why I do it. I do the, I usually do them at the very last second. Oh no! Oh, yeah. But and why did Dane bail out so quick tonight? Why yeah, did man. Dane bail out? I thought he was going to jump in. We need to get Dane on one night, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think we actually did one time years ago. Yeah, yeah. we did get him. We had him on here from his house. Hmm. He was like sitting like in his own room, and we got to see oh, his, cool. his, his backdrop of, of his actual. Uh, of his actual room, and it wasn't um, 
<laughs> it wasn't this. Did that work? Yeah, there we go. There we go. It wasn't that. <laughs> that, was, that was funny when you were wrong with Laz. And uh, you were going, oh, wait a minute. Here I am at. And you go, oh, wait a minute. I'm at Dane's. And you, you were switching it back. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I was cracking up. Uh, I'm at Dane's. I'm at Dane's. Now I'm Here at uh, yeah. Octopus Have some strings. Yeah, I like you reached back for strings. Oh, would you like some strings? Here. <laughs> you guys want to see my actual guitars? These are my actual guitars right here. This is my room. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't know you were a Paul Reed Smith guy. Uh, yeah, I am. Now, you want to see my actual bedroom? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my room. There's no graffiti on the wall. <laughs> actually, that, that's actually where I was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I took this photo. Yeah, here's a Starbucks where the guy cut in front of him, right? Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That guy couldn't believe that, man. Unbelievable. There we go. Okay, actually, that's that's drawing right there. Is it time for the draw? Do the drawing. There we go. <laughs> oh, uh, one. Hey, one thing that popped my. Uh, somebody mentioned the PV Vandenberg last night. I think Robbie did. Uh -huh. I've got a PV. I've got a PV Vandenberg. If you want me to break it out, but it's buried in my closet. I got to break it out. But if you guys want to see it next week, I'll break it out. Oh, cool. You know, the Adrian Vandenberg, the PV signature. The, the I pink. Mean, uh, I, mine's black. But, yeah, I do have one. <laughs> but the pink ones are super cool. I, I'd like to have a pink one. Mm-hmm. I've got a black one. Ah, <laughs> uh, Wow, look at that. So if I, if I walk back here, do I just, like, totally go out of... Go out of frame? No. Yeah. No, oh, there now you're blurry. Oh, kind of. Slow down, Johnny. <laughs> we can't see you running like that. Quick. 18 days till gong money. Wow. So oh, wait, yeah. Robbie. Okay, we, we'll we'll kill a couple more minutes here, even though we've already killed. Uh, <laughs> Over two hours and 50 minutes. <laughs> so you're going to get money for your gong and then you're going to have, you're going to buy the new gong. Well, I'm going to uh, PayPal the money to Portsmouth. Peisty. Well, it goes to Port, 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 Portsmouth drum and then they are going to order it from paste from there. And I believe they already pre-ordered it. So it should be actually being fabricated. <laughs> Even right now. Mm hmm So that's what that's what's gonna happen? Yeah, so it's been uh I've been scrimping, saving, you know, everything I can do to keep the money that I have saved there. So all I have to do is add the seven hundred and fifty to Dollars. what I have. And then 
then I can PayPal that to the Portsmouth drum. And then what happens? Well, then I wait. And then what? Eventually, I will have to chase a FedEx truck down the street and convince them that I actually live in the house that I'm from and then hope that they help me move the gong to my house. And, uh, yeah, it's it's like a whole day-long thing, you know, trying to just get it delivered. And then what happens? Well, then I have it in the house and I start saving for the stand. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not and bad. That, I'm on my way. Well, then I, when I get to stand, hopefully the living room will be cleared out enough for me to uh, set it up out there because there's, there's no way it's going to fit in here. And that's only a 38, which is probably going to be more like a 40 because this, this 32 measures 33 and three quarters. Hi, Holly. Hi, Holly. How, How you, you doing? doing? Hi, Holly. Daryl has a good uh, question. What does it weigh? Probably about maybe 35 pounds. I believe that this is about 30 pounds. They're asking about the gong. Right. That's right. And then I'm going to have, I'm going to have a Sunday Sounds just with the 38-inch gong. And that will be all its own. I'm going to get the gut that goes with it. That's the string that holds the gong. You have to have the right gut because it allows the gong to ring more. It doesn't hold it back. The cord they said with it is like this nylon cord and it absorbs the vibrations and it doesn't sound as good. And that's something I should tell the, uh, the guy in the videos that I was, I was uh, promoting because uh, I, I, it looked like he had my, what's called minor gong cord and uh, it's not quite- Is it serious? Well, it, it makes a big difference. What is this? Oh my oh, god! Yeah. It, it'll come in. The, it'll come in the house, Raymond. Yeah, it'll be. In what the house. will? The thirty-eight-inch gong will be in the house. I'm not. Holly is our official timekeeper. There's somebody that's uh, that's selling a thirty-eight-inch uh, sound creation gong in California that hasn't hung in his garage on like chains from the rafters and there's like stuff on it and with his shipping and it comes to the comes in a mallet and like a case a soft case he wants about he wants about three thousand dollars for it <laughs> where you could buy one from paste itself not out of this guy's garage and pay 3500 so if you're talking about something like that if you're going to pay three thousand for a used one that's hanging in somebody's garage, you know, why not pay the extra 500 just get it from Pace Direct? I mean, that, to me, that's not enough of a savings. Plus, it has some kind of mark, some kind of stain on the front, which is, like, horrible if you're paying that much work off. Like this one here, I keep this immaculately clean. I want it to be beautiful forever, you know? So, you know. Uh, Stuart Copeland also played paste gongs in his concert. He was quite the gonger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's going to weigh about 35 pounds, Raven. The gong. I do believe. 
The gong, right, the, the 38. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, I know it's going to take a while to get the stand and properly hang it, but uh, I think it's worth it. And it's a major investment for me, and it's something I'll have the, the rest of my life, hopefully, if I can live to enjoy it. Do you polish the gong? Very good question. Very good question, Dan. Dan <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no, this is this is exciting. Uh, <laughs> That's a typo. As far as gong cleaning goes, paste, paste suggests warm soapy water, and that's it. Warm soapy water to clean the gong because it has a protective film on the gong. If you take like a Brasso or an ammonia or a symbol cleaner or something like that, you will strip that off. And you're going to strip that off. You're going to strip off the 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 dark around the around the edges. With that's burn. That's that's from heating the gong to bend the corners up, and having it hot when they when they hammer it in for tuning. That you can't replace that. Once you try to polish that, it comes off. It's gone forever. It, gong. <laughs> it's gone. Gong forever. forever. The the logo will come off, and the the whole entire front will look different. Now the thirty, which we saw the picture of earlier, I bought that at seventy eight, and I had to clean that because it went everywhere. That gog was everywhere, and it had all kinds of stuff on it. And I had to clean it, so I lost the whole patina. I lost all the all around the the burn around it and everything. And I'd always wanted to get one that was looking like the one I have now. I always wish that I always wish that I was able to not have to do that to the gong. And uh, so this is, uh, you know, this is a big deal for me. So I clean the gong often with just some damp cloth and rubbing it with extremely clean claws. I mean, like the claws that I use on my best guitars, I use to, to clean the gong and uh, to keep it as clean as I possibly can. So that's a very good question because a lot of people would just, uh, you know, want to just clean it with whatever, Brasso, and they're going to ruin it, and you'll never get it back. Chris King wants me to show a Kramer. Uh, Johnny? Johnny's sleeping. Wake up, Johnny. All right. Wait. You want to show a Kramer? Uh, Chris, Chris Chris is asking if I have a Kramer handy to show. I'm asking you, Johnny, because you're the head honcho, the big cheese, the main man. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> nice gong, Johnny. Hey, you like that? Hey, there's someone behind you. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> oh man! It looks like I'm sitting on his lap. Uh. <laughs> you want for Although Christmas Johnny, a new gong? Yeah. What do you want for Christmas, Johnny? <laughs> a new gong. Luke, uh, Luke, take me to your housekeeper. Take me to your housekeeper, Luke. 
I want your housekeeper. I want your housekeeper for Christmas, Luke. I don't care about your father. I don't care. I don't care. I, actually, I might be your father. I have a lot of fathers, but I don't tell them. There's a lot of housekeepers in the world. I'll tell you what, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is about, you're like life-size to me here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm a 50-foot man, I tell you. <laughs> right? Oh, it's all right, Mr. Softy. He, he, that's just Johnny. This is what he does. Right? He, if we were he, standing together, I mean, that's... He always does this. Now he's like the elf on a shelf. I got to tell you, though, that guy with the headphones and has that great gong, that's one handsome. He's one handsome son of a bitch. I got to tell you. Now, right. what about what about which which Kramer? I mean, I do have several. <laughs> I like the Stingle Claws. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll show. I'll show the eighty-five. Show whatever you have right there. Well, I've got a Gibson SG, and I've got uh, parts. Oh. I have to go to the other room, but I could grab one. He says show... the yellow. He says the yellow one. Right, that's the 85. Yeah, I'll grab that one. This is the guitar that we kind of looked at. The guy wants like six grand for, but this one's a lot better. You know, this one, this one's a lot better because it's got it's got the the you know the stigma. It's got the story. Okay, so I'll be back. Hopefully, I won't run into my housekeeper. Okay, all right. We'll show photos while you're gone. People. Are... Hey. Hey Johnny G was asking me about uh, about this one. This is a Grover Jackson OG. So these are new. These are the new ones that he's putting out now. And the cool thing about these is, is they're the Freedmen. Wait, these were, these were Freedmen's when uh, when uh, Dave Friedman and Grover Jackson were doing them together. And uh, Grover moved to Nashville, and uh, I guess he set up shop there, and now he's doing his own stuff again. But these are basically a Freedman. They've got the same. Uh, it's it's all it's it's a Freedman without the Freedman name on it, and um, it's all the same specs as the Freedman. So cool. OG. That's what Grover Jackson's calling them now. OG. And um, yeah, it's a Freedman. If you're looking for a Freedman, and you want the Grover Jackson exclusively. That's what uh, that's what that guitar is. Uh, this is a prototype, which is kind of cool because there's the serial number is handwritten in an ink pen. So this is one of the first prototypes when he uh, when he started doing them. So oh, this is a cool, cool guitar. This is a cool guitar. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, all right, Robbie's not back. Although let's do thanks. the drawing. Let's do the drawing. Oh, that yeah, that's a good idea. Well, everybody's gonna leave after that. That's okay though. And actually, I'll stand up for a minute. It's easier, easier to do that. Okay, somebody's sending a bunch of photos in, so we'll we'll show these. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's sending these in, man. I I don't know who's. <laughs> <laughs> Who's sending this stuff, man? I don't know. Some <laughs> <laughs> fucking hit. <laughs> Atomic. 
Okay, Atomic Punk is sending these in. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Oh, gosh. That's That's funny. funny. (laughs) Atomic Atomic Punk punk rocks. rocks. <laughs> and then uh, this one of everybody. <laughs> he sold some of that gold. He could buy that fifty-inch gong. <laughs> yeah, he could. <laughs> get those pictures from (laughs) something called the internet (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) yeah That'd be that guy. <laughs> he was on Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, this is cool. Wait, who sent this? Who is it? Somebody sent this in. This is awesome. This is really cool, man. Look at that. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Wow. <laughs> Oh, Robbie, you're back. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Meme City. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see any of those? I saw a little. I, I, I know. I figured. You saw that one? Well, looks like I'm not doing too well there. Or I could be singing a song for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of footage for me out there. Uh oh. Yeah, it took me a little while. I don't, I don't, I don't move very quick, but um, Zora's sleeping in front of the guitar case. So, oh, Ned's sleeping right here in this chair. I know. I thought the same thing, Jeff. Jeff T. It does look like an examination. It's horrifying. There is a giveaway. We will get to it. But we've got. I've got this guitar here to show you. Request from Chris. <laughs> Biggest my, my house isn't that big. Uh, I've got about uh, 1,240 square feet. So it's not very good. Saturday Live gave you diabetes. Yeah, diabetes sucks. I hate that. I'm, I'm fighting that all the time. Okay, folks. There it is. This is the 1985 Kramer Moretta with recessed 
Recessed. Oh, like, yeah. That's okay. cool. Yep. Now, my serial number is E3848. What we looked at yesterday was like, what, Eve, like 400 something? By this time, they were uh -huh. all pointies. By this time, they were all pointies, okay? This body was meant for a pointy. This is an 85 Floyd. And, of course, you ready, Johnny? Are you ready? I want to make sure you're ready. This is the 78 Custom Shop Staggered Winding Alico 2 pickup. Made by who? Wound by Marcelo Juarez for Seymour Duncan. Hi, this is MJ from the Seymour Duncan NAMP 2023 in Anaheim, California. You are watching Jan Johnny B. Johnny B. Johnny B. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for all your support. There we go. Hi guys, same more here at the dam 2019 with Johnny Bean. We're having a good time and uh, enjoy it. Yes, yes, everybody. Seymour Duncan pickups, they're the best. This one has. <laughs> as you can see, there is not as much room between the strings as a pickup like I'm doing now. This thing still screams feedback because it's alder, but it has the uh, oil-filled 022600 volt capacitor from Mojo Tone, which is called a vitamin T. So the more dense alder is not really tinny because of the bigger capacitor wired to the potometer, wired to the potentiometer. Potometer? Potentiometer. It goes from hot the pickup hot, and then that same connection, it goes to the capacitor wired to that same connection, and then to ground. It does not bridge. It goes to the back of the potentiometer. And that's how you get the warm sound out of it. And, uh, yeah, it's vitamin T. The uh, Yeah, this is this is the guitar it's a, with the Floyd Rose from 1985. And this is the neck that I... I saved from being destroyed that I was supposed to break them all and I didn't break this one. Okay. This has never had any finish on it. Never had any oil, nothing, absolutely nothing. It's bare wood. It's been bare wood since 85. And it's never had any finish on it at all. I, I put the, I ended up putting the, the truss rod cover on there eventually. And this is, you know, got some uh, pretty low action there, huh? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this is a great guitar, you know. This is the Lucido Tilted, 1985. This was an experimental neck for the Bill Lawrence locking nut, which is a dismal failure. And they wanted me to break them all. So I was breaking them. My boss went it back into the factory. Had me make maybe about, I don't know, 15, 25 of these. And he showed me how to break it. You put it into the, the, the channel where, you, where, the, where the truck picks up the garbage can. And it's shoved it in there and you just break it, you know. 
So I'm breaking these things. And Edward's watching. Edward's watching from the loading dock. He's watched me break these things, right? And I'm breaking them. I'm breaking them. I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, here's another one. Here's another one. Well, he gets a phone call. He has to go back in the factory to talk on the phone. They didn't have cell phones. You had, there's all landlines. He went into the factory. I, I didn't break this one. I'll just say that. And uh, I've had it ever since, man. All this, all, all this wear on it is all from me playing. There's no relicing. This is all natural. This guitar is alpine white, and this is yellowed from all these years. All these years, and uh, that's why it looks yellow, but it's actually an alpine white guitar. 1985. Now, this has a history to it, okay? This has a hell of a story. This has a beautiful deck. You know, this, this guitar, I think, is probably twice the one the guy wants all that money for. And it has a story. And I even got the right case for it, for God's sake. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't sell it. I've had this my whole life, practically, right? Not as long as that SG, but almost. Right now, I have this tune to drop D. This is my, this is my heavy, heavy metal. This is what I use on my super chug songs, you know, that that'll get sometimes sent to hippie, sometimes not. Sometimes they're too long for them. But uh, a lot of the great songs I've done have been on this guitar, and I just decided to have one tune to drop D instead of trying to use the D tuner. Now, if this is the drop D guitar, if I want to play something drop D, I grab this. And uh, this is the guitar I played the original on for the uh, heavy metal, uh, month of metal show, if Hippie has it at the end of this month, with Danny in Hangry. This guitar here. And uh, yeah, I mean, the action's killer low, and it, it plays just great. And uh, the, the frets are dressed perfectly and uh, and they're they're low they're just like it's just like the way edward liked them back then because he liked really low frets back then and you can see there's not a hell of a lot of fret there huh and they're all crowned and they're all there and all ready to go and uh yeah it just all makes it easier it really not even easier it makes it possible for me to play with my uh with my rheumatoid arthritis because Basically, if the guitar don't play itself, I can't do it. You know, it's not like I have a lot of time where I could say, oh, I don't like the way that turned out. Let's do it again. I'm lucky to stand long enough to do it. It's the adrenaline. It's the excitement. It's knowing the people out there are going to dig it. And it's knowing that, you know, I'm going to pull it off and, and something's going to happen when I play. And, uh, you know, that's the whole excitement and everything. And, uh, yeah, man. So basically, all my guitars are like this. I, they're so important to me. And they've got a really good history, whether the parts or the entire guitar in this case, you know. Then, then I had to go build one out of, you know, I had to totally reshape that that body. That, that uh, what's that name of that company? Music. Uh, yo, yo. No, it's not music, yo. I wouldn't even oh. use one of those. 
Do you, uh, do you use a craft? Use a craft, it? correct. Right. I had to like totally reshape that body. It was a whole lot of stuff to do. And I probably could have done better. With what I'm doing with this body now, I think I probably could have done better with that one if I had tried. And uh, of course, the neck from Adam. You know, your FU2, FU toed uh, large banana, one piece, you know, fretboard is the neck. Came dressed. I redressed it. Uh, I probably could redress it again if I wanted to get the strings a little closer. But it plays really nice. I fell in love with that guitar, too. And believe it or not, I set that thing up with the Floyd so far because all, all, I've always had a floating Floyd. It's always had a floating Floyd. All the guitars have floating Floyd. You get about, oh, a half step up. You go, that's about it. That's about it. You can figure it up there. With the, with the, with the capacitor and everything and not wired to treble bleed, you really don't have a, a problem as far as needing the bridge to hit the body. This last one that I did, I put it so close that it barely was to touch it. And, and it was working and fine. Well, after I played it for a while and the strings broke in and it's, and it's a spring stretch a little bit. Now it is hitting the body barely. I mean, barely hitting, but it is. Dang it, I love that thing. And the pickup is so far away from the strings. I'm not only splitting octaves, I'm splitting half octaves. I've never done that in my life before. This guitar, and every time, it's right there. Every time. You got to wait just to barely a little bit, or you get some sort of overtone or something with every other guitar you have, and it's better than anything I played. This one, it blows me away. It does. I can't play it on every video, but I sure do like that dang thing. So it can be done. You know, you, you can do it. Doesn't necessarily have to be vintage. I'd say if you were going to go down the vintage road, a Billy Road guitar, and you're going to spend money on something, I would spend money on this. The neck is the most important part of the guitar. And if you can get an ESP from 48th Street, there's nothing that's going to play better than this. This is the absolute best Japanese craftsmanship. This was from 85. Yeah, you know. So if you're gonna if you're gonna have to like not get something, you know, you can't find the '82 Poplar body for, you know, trying to create a frack. With the with the with the route from uh, the the route from Rockinger and all that stuff, like Eddie had on his, you could use a different body. You could use a basswood body. That would be okay as long as you wire the capacitor in right. But it's all about the neck. The better the neck, the better it's going to play. The lower the action is going to be. The whole the whole thing falls in line. As far as that goes. Better do the giveaway, cool. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank all you. right. Thank you. You're welcome. Tonight's giveaway. I think somebody. I saw somebody in the chat was saying they would like um, an autographed photo of Robbie. <laughs> what do you think, Robbie? Oh, sure, man. No problem. Send it. <laughs> Send it? Yeah, go ahead. You got one there. <laughs> my, my signature is not... My signature is not that neat. You'd have to scribble it a lot more than that. 
laughing. <laughs> okay. It just says Robbie. <laughs> it's an autographed photo framed. Somebody was saying they wanted that. Oh, boy. <laughs> it just says Robbie. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Robbie. Hey, you know, hey, you got you got Cher and you got Madonna and you got Beyonce. Now you have Robbie. I'm Robbie Benton. <laughs> that's it. Bite harder. Oh. <laughs> Son. Mm. I ain't your son. I'm, old, I'm older than What's you. What's wrong with Robbie Benson? Oh, I thought he, mm. I thought he was making a reference to Har- Harvey Benton. No, that's why I got okay. Harley Benton. Yeah, we don't. I, I don't do that. No, Robbie Benson, the after-school special kid. Dude, I've been watching nothing but those after-school specials, man. I'm not kidding. Well, going to school. <laughs> <laughs> they have them on YouTube. You can just watch them. There's one with Rob Lowe. I watched one with, uh, uh, what's the guy from Charles in Charge? Scott Bayo, where he got into smart, smoking pot. Ever see that one? <laughs> I'll send it to you if you want to see it. It's pretty good. Thank okay. you, Peggy. Thank you, Peggy. All right. Tonight's giveaway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Skyprop, you saw that one? That's pretty good. All right. All right. So Forty Grit has offered a, a poster. I think that's what won in the chat, too. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, Jeep Bookshop says I'm in the middle of, of singing a Whitney song. No, that oh was Prince. God. That was Prince, right? <laughs> no, to you. I never mm-hmm. did that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you again, 40 Grit. Yep. Let's All right. Draw. Here we go. We're going to draw. We've, we actually got more people. Somehow, more people showed up. I don't know what happened. Um, let's see. Can you guys see that? There we go. 75 entries. That's it's not good. bad, man. We got 75 entries for that poster. That's so, a good Saturday night, Johnny. It is. Yeah, tonight was great. Thank you, everybody. Oh, yeah, before we do that, let's say thank you to our channel members before everybody leaves. That's right. Johnny's on the way out here. Thank you. Yeah, well, I've got Twitch to do as well. Maybe I ought to say it right now. Rock on! (laughs) Good night. Okay. All right, here we go. The winner... Of the the PV, Eddie Van Halen, nineteen ninety eight PV. It's it's the Wolfgang special poster from Nam. And they have to be present right. to win, and they have to text you immediately and say, Ooh. "Yes, I want it." Okay. Uh huh. I just got a text from John E. Bean. They said they won. Just kidding. Okay. All right, you guys ready? All right, you got You got to be present to win. Present to win. We might be here a while then. 
The winner is <laughs> Team Elements, which technically is me. So thank you. I'll take it. No, we got to go again. All right. The winner is G. Butchnoff. No, he just won one. Oh, he did? Yeah, he just got the last poster. Oh, oh man. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's here. He's here. He's We're here. drawing again then. You said he already won. Lash needs to win it now. All right, the winner is Kurt, Kurt. Rocks. How's that? There you go. Is he here? He's got to say he wants it. Kurt Rocks, are you here? You got to be here. Oh, this could take a while. I see his name. I see his name in the chat. I see his name in the participants. So he is here. Kurt, wake up. Wake. Kurt, wake up. You won. There he yeah, is. there he is. All right. Text me right now. 415-952-415-952-3263. You only get one chance. You only get it. Johnny gets the poster. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't text us right now, I'm going to send you this. <laughs> <laughs> it's signed by Robbie. <laughs> That's the runner-up runner prize. All right. Kurt Rocks, 1998 PV Wolfgang poster. All right, I had to say that because because he uh, he is here. He he just texted me just now. So, thank you, Kurt Rocks. No way. Freaking awesome, he says. All right, text me your info. I gotta get that to forty grit immediately. Oh man, awesome. <laughs> All right, show's over. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going downstairs now. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Right. Forty grit. Thank, Thank you. you again for the for the posters and stuff. Yep. See you Ron guys Gunner. Next week. Thank you, Robbie Stingle. Congratulations. Ah. You're having. You're getting the gong next week. No. The gong ja. Okay. Uh... <laughs> We're down to 18 days, Johnny. Uh, we're down to 18 viewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> me be nice. <laughs> me be nice. Yeah, me be. Yeah, me be. All right. We already said thank you to the channel members. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, guitar ASMR. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow I'll night. I'll be playing some guitars. Gong here. talk is over. You got to play the See, one behind you. I'll play that one. There you go. Janice, send me a tweet. Remind me to play that guitar, okay? You just left. Oh, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for watching. We'll see Peace you. Peace uh, See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. force be with you. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
the force is strong with that one. <laughs> Subscribe. Oh yeah, we need to get to two thousand. What? <laughs> 10,200 subscribers. No, 300. 10,300 we need to get to. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Rock on! Where's the ending? Bite me, Rod. <laughs>